When it comes to the markets, stop deviating due to your losses, your mistakes, and your failures. Instead, start improving on your system, your execution, and your emotional control. On this episode of High Value Discussions, we are blessed to sit and learn from the man who lives and breathes these actions. He isn't just a trader, he is a student in the symphony of the financial markets, conducting moves that many can only inspire to understand. My guest narrative doesn't begin in the world in front of the charts. It starts in the gritty, relentless realm of the professional MMA fighting world. A world where victory is measured by sweats, discipline, and unyielding will to succeed. These battlefields where we once fought laid the foundation for a mindset that thrives on the challenge and embracing risk. A mindset that has propelled him in excellent heights in the trading sector. Away from the charts and beyond the ring, he champions the most rewarding titles of all. A devoted father of three and a loving husband. To me, he is more than just a guest. He is a mentor, a big brother, and an unwavering pillar of support. His insights have been a beacon of guidance in my personal journey, illuminating paths I never knew existed. I have bled with this man, I have cried with this man, and I have fought alongside with this man. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Victor Jones. Honestly, bro, it's it's been nuts. It's been chaotic. It's been stressful, but the best kind of stress. You know what I mean? <laughs> that exactly what you said. It's like the best kind of stress. It's like you get an idea in your mind. And through you, you are the conduit to bring that idea to life. And it's just through like work, consistency, and the I believe in myself to get this shit done. Yeah. Like and that's what a lot of people kind of miss. Like, yeah. I get it. We all have our doubts. I have my doubts about a lot of, like a lot of stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, can I really do this? I don't know. And then it's like, no, I can't do that, dog. Like, I can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. I've been through so much. I went and locked myself in a cage for fun. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Maybe at this point in my life, like, now I get it. Maybe there was a rhyme and a reason for that. Like, we went yeah. and really locked ourselves in a cage. To go fight to prove something to ourselves that we didn't even know we were chasing or know we were that demon we were fighting or slaying mentally mm-hmm. as men yeah and now look at what it's done for us you had a vision the first podcast wasn't this but look how it elevated to this and yeah. look at the people you're talking to look at the people you're in front of now mm-hmm. like it was a vision and through consistent work every god damn day i'm thinking about it i'm executing i'm doing something sucks stressful oh shit whoa look at this product yeah like you know what i'm saying yeah and you know where that came from going back to our professional fighting career there were days bro in the gym right you have to show up every day even if you're tired you have nagging injuries you're hungry you're just beat to the ground but you put that bag down you put those shin guards on and put that mouthpiece and that headgear it's another day you have to show up regardless and it almost came as natural as this you know what i mean where it's it's natural for me to show up and it's not difficult when people say like how do you stay consistent like man the cloth that we come from it's different like in that field it's do or die right Mm -hmm. but i also take that into this yes if i don't show up for it it's do or die for me that approach that fighting gifted us bro i i 
I, I remember I used to say that to my mom and uh, Rick Soto. I was like, man, I feel like if I wasn't fighting, I, f I would probably be ahead more when it comes to the entrepreneurship aspect. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, you're wrong because if you didn't have fighting, you wouldn't have the attributes you had that you were doing today. Yep. And I was yep. like, you know what? I never looked at it like that, but now that's why I'm so appreciative of the fight game even yep. more. You know, who uh, I was talking to one of our brothers and he had mentioned the same thing. I remember when I first came to the gym, I'm like, damn, Joey, like, damn, I wish I would have like, maybe, you know, I didn't go pro and play football. I wish I would have like skipped football and just came to the gym and trained, and trained so much earlier and I would have been so much ahead in my fighting career. And he looked at me and said, no, nah, man, like you're right where you're supposed to be. Like you're right where you're supposed mm -hmm. to be now. And I told him the same thing. I'm like, damn, like what if I would have like stopped fighting earlier and like started training more? And he goes, nah, like you're right where you're supposed to be. And like, yeah. That makes sense because if I didn't get that grit, you know, getting my ass kicked by Josh Thompson, getting my ass kicked by like Tomas and yeah. getting thrown around by Islam, Khabib and like just, just, just being a ragdoll. But that taught me so much of how like, all right, man, you could go in here. You're probably going to get your ass kicked today and yeah. it's probably going to hurt and you're hungry and you had to watch the kids yeah. and you have to go to work and you're not going to sleep. But are we going to make excuses or are we going to go get this done, man? Like, like you, like you stepped in here to go do something like are you going to do it? Or are you going to make excuses? And that kind of thing is paying dividends so much. Look at this now. Like, look at what we're doing. Look at oh. who you're sitting in front of. Like, look at our trading accounts. Like, look at our portfolios are growing. And one of the best traders in the world, one of my mentors, mentor, Paul Tudor Jones, like Ian loves Paul Tudor Jones. Guess what Paul Tudor Jones was? Fighter. <laughs> Paul Tudor Jones is making almost like multiple millions a month from trading yeah what was he in college a fighter there's something about that grit in that background about putting that mouthpiece in and getting punched in the face yeah because life's gonna punch you in the face mm -hmm. you're gonna walk in like damn you're gonna say that's a d do you really want to do this podcast today probably say fuck i kind of don't want to do it and then you're gonna like say you know how guy says shut that yeah. b word voice up mm -hmm. get to work because you're great yes and there's something about that thing, that demon we killed in that gym that helps us on this end of it now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yes. And you know what's so funny? I was uh, I was listening to a podcast, uh, particularly when it comes to, say, trading. Uh, one of the speakers that was being interviewed, he said, the best kind of traders are athletes. Why? Because they know how to lose and they know how to bounce back. So when you look at football players, when you look at basketball players, golf, tennis, so on and so forth, I think it's different coming from a fighting aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, brother, I truly believe we have a very, we have a big unfair advantage because of what we have and what we've dealt with in the past. And are we in the fight game still? No, but we carry those principles into our day to day. You know what I mean? Like our responsibilities, our tasks, our mission did this, got bigger. And they grew even much. So it's, there's more stress involved. Oh, yeah. But it's the stress that we love. And as men, we need to deal with that. And that's why I look up to you so much because you talk about that. And I've known you for over a decade, brother. And this has been nothing but the best brotherhood ever. But one of the biggest qualities that you gave me and that you share to other people is just the mindset. And do you think that your mindset came from? more from your upbringing or more from the fighting career both and i would say both because when there was days in the gym when i was like i said getting my ass kicked and it hurt and i was thinking like all right yeah this sucks 
But you know what? Like, we've been through some real sucky shit in life before, and we've got through it, and we've always came out on the other side, and this is just another one of those things. Mm. So you talk about an unfair advantage. I believe the way we came up and the stuff we had to go through and whatever we had to deal with gives us such an unfair advantage because yeah. I could, to steal a line from Goggins, I could go back in that Rolodex and say, hey, dog, you've been through some shit when you was 12 years old. You've been through some stuff when you was 14, 15, 16. Yeah. It's been you and your brother Jeremy helping raise your family and your mom. Look, how, look at the strong men you have around you. Mm. Like, look how strong your brother Jeremy is. Look what he does. Look how strong your brother Daniel is. Your younger brother strong, Daniel. Like, look, look at what he does. You don't have time to be weak, big dog. Like, look who's watching you. You got your son watching you. You got your daughters watching you. Grandma's watching you. Your mom's watching yeah. you. What are we talking about, be weak? There is no other option to be weak. Because what are we going to do? Get fat and lazy and unproductive and comfortable and watch... Game of Thrones every day, rerun, like, like really, what are we going to do? Or are we going to take the stress of being great and go be great? Because you're going to do one or the other. It eventually tired, fat, and lazy and eating McDonald's every day gets old. Like there's nothing, mm -hmm. there's nothing there as a man. Like you can only chase the cheap dopamine so yeah. much before you're like, hey, what am I doing? And time's going to pass anyway, so you might as well go get better because you don't yeah. stay the same. If we have this gift and why wouldn't I share it to help other people be better? Like, yeah. right? Like, look at the people around us. Just look, just, just if, if we just take a step back and look at the people around us. Like I said, we have my brother. We have you. We have our other brother, Justin. He's doing big things with his fight gear. Yeah. With, with coke her. Like, and look at our other brother, Danny with cones. So, like, look at that. He was just in a movie shoot with, yes. with Bernard. Like, yeah, Mr. Fab shoot his video. Like, we're around a group of yeah. high-value people. Even yeah. if we don't talk to each other every day, we'll send a text. We'll do this. I just oh, talked to yeah. Danny. I just talked to I just talked to Justin this morning. I'm, yes. I'm here with you. Like, I just uh, talked to my brother. My brother, Jeremy, is doing toy drives, toy runs, helping poor, underprivileged kids, giving them, yeah. like, we have a group of strong entrepreneurial men who are doing what they're supposed to be doing for our community. Yeah. Like, I know, I don't think I know, like we all drive each other. Like you're doing this in this space, I'm doing this in this space. Like we all drive each other to be better. Yes. And like you get around people, like you get around a tribe of warriors who are doing right, who are doing, striving for the good things that need to be done for our community. It's just, it's contagious. Yeah. Like it's very, very, very contagious. And it's like, I'll get on that treadmill. Bro, I've never ran over five miles in my life. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, that's it. I'm going to do it. And like the first time I did it, I almost threw up and people like, oh gosh, shit. Like, dude, why am I doing this? Like, bro, you don't have a fight coming up. You don't have nothing coming up. And I said, well, because I told myself I was going to do it. Yeah. And what I learned throughout this whole mental journey of elevation, if I told myself something, I'm going to do it. Because if I tell you something, you're going to hold me accountable to do it. Yeah. So if I tell myself something, oh. why? Am I going to let myself down? And each time you let yourself down, it's a little chink on the arm. And chink, yes. Chink. It's just a little chink on the arm. And you might not mm. know it, but you get 20 or 30 of them little chinks. Mm. You're a totally different person. Now you're back to where you were. Yeah. So I got on that motherfucking treadmill and I said, dog, I'm going to do it. And I ran. I said, I'm going to do six miles at a 730 pace. Bow. And I did it. Yes. And now I'm like trying to go for seven. 
I was a sprinter. Like I'm like like you know we did sprint. Like like yeah, like, like we killed me every time. Ran, like we never ran long distance like that. And for me, like one and two miles, cool, no problem. But when you get in that three, four, like that three, four, five, you know, like I don't I don't look at the clock. I I, I cover the thing with my daughter's shirt. I have my daughter's shirt like her when she was like three or four years old, and I cover it. And that's a reminder. Hey, go be great, man. Yeah. Hey, go be great. So like. I'll listen to, bro, I don't even listen to music. I listen to like, I, dude, I don't, don't, bro, I don't listen to music. I listen to like, oh so, so, so you know when I see the, 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 the pep talk app, mm -hmm. bro, that's all. I have like a playlist and it's like 80 or 100 now. And I just put it on, I just, I just put it on shuffle, bro. And I just go and I have like, mm -hmm. at, like 10 affirmations on like right next to the treadmill I read. After, after one song goes, boom, I'll read one. Yeah. Another one goes. So when I get to the bottom, I know I'm almost at yeah. about 40 <laughs> minutes. And that's when it starts to like, starts to kick in. And I just tell myself, bro, like, can't hurt me like don't give in like do not give in yes. bro you got five more minutes to go are you gonna quit now and like that's when that like that oh. pain and that and like i grip my teeth because it's like i'm i'm a sick individual because i want to yes. push myself to see how far i could oh go like, like like and it's like people are like dude what's wrong with you and i'm like that's like that's what it takes like you yeah. want to be great or you don't oh. like like did you keep that promise to yourself because if you could keep a promise to yourself you could almost keep a promise to anybody else when you start letting yourself down that's a real slippery slope the biggest slap in the face to your future self you know what i mean and that's why i remember when you said on the last podcast it's not that hard it's just a decision you know what yeah. i mean and i always remind myself that it's like man every time i am disciplined every single day it's an investment for my future yep. you know what i mean so yep. it's not it's not difficult it's almost just it's as normal as brushing my teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a difficult task. It's not this grueling thing that I dread doing. It's it's something I actually enjoy because I'm noticing the stock, my personal yes. stock, get higher and higher and higher. And that's why I'm able to elevate into all the things that I'm doing, whether it's even speaking to the individuals I'm speaking mm -hmm. to. Brother, I barely graduated high school. I was the lowest in my class growing up always. I was the guy who was just going to go to the military and you know come back with nothing, nothing to his name. It's a different trajectory now. Yep. You know what I mean? Because yep. I made the decision to change it. Yep. But where does it all start from? This guy right here. Our brain is the most powerful tool in the world, man. Like, I don't... And, like, I don't know if I've hypnotized myself to think that. And it's been working. <laughs> but it has been working. Like, did you take the governor oh. off? Like, because are you operating at, like, 40, 50? Yeah, okay. Like, like, really, like, we're just comfortable. We're going. But, like, did you really see how far you could push? Because... When we get 50, 60 and we're old and we can't push no more, we can look back and like, man, fuck, did I, did I really give it all I had? Like, did I really, like, what's your standard? Yeah. What, what standard did you set? So when you have kids and I know you love your mom, I love my mom. I know you love your brothers. I love my brothers. I know you love your sister, your niece. I know that. But there's something different when you have a little Daniel or like a daughter, when that little thing looks at you and smiles and says, daddy, bro, you think you're driven now. Like you think like that's going to unlock a whole, like this yeah. is Daniel 2.0. That's going to go pink and unlock Daniel three, four, five. Oh. And like, it's like in this, it's going to, it's going to go in hyperdrive and overdrive. Like, bro, sometimes like I'll get off work at five thirty in the morning to go take the kids to school, do all that, come back. And it's like 11. I'm like, bro, I know I should probably go to sleep. I got to go back to work and I'll fucking just hop on their treadmill because it's just, it's just something in me has to like, yeah. it has to do. And it's almost fanatical at this point. And I get it. I love it. And then, you know, my girl and my wife said like, Hey man, like sometimes you got to like turn it off and rest a little bit. So mm -hmm. like, it's almost like I got to, it's a fine balance. It's a yeah. fine, but I'd rather push too much to go be great. And then have the ones I love me tell me, okay, Hey, 
pull back a little bit or if you like hey Vic man maybe that was a little too much at this point yes. maybe maybe you know because there's trusted voices I could do you know, like mm. you know you my mom my brother you know my my girl was like yeah maybe that was a little like like your kid you're putting you're getting a little too much yeah but then it's like do we want to be great do we want to free ourselves do you want do we want to like not be poor no more yeah. do we want to like not have another generation of people who are financially illiterate who have certain traumas that we need to kill like do we want to slay it or don't we because you're the oldest man so you got to either kill that shit or you're going to pass it on yeah. and i take that very seriously <sighs> like death like that's i take that real real serious and you know me like you're probably one of the best people that know me in this world yeah you know how serious i take that you know what yeah. i'm saying i am not a i'm not a big sports guy right so i don't watch football i don't watch basketball but i still study the greats yes you know what i mean so and i feel like people watch sports for their entertainment rather than taking the principles from these athletes and especially from the greats and one thing that i've taken a notice on say the greats meaning brady meaning jordan kobe they are sick individuals yeah. and that's the thing too when i had a i had a, a lady tell me that too she's like daniel i think you need to have fun a little bit more because it'd be it'd bring you more happiness and i was like honestly my sickness gives me happiness <laughs> you know what i mean it's a oh, weird it. it's a it. weird thing to just say because it's not going back to what we were saying off air it's not for it's a very uncommon mindset, yeah. but I signed that paper in my mental state mm -hmm. where it's like, no, I'm willing to be sick every yeah. day to be fucking yeah. great, bro. Cause I know that's what it takes when we study these greats, when we study these Titans, Warren Buffett, all these guys who have just killed the game, they are sick individuals. Yeah. They signed that paper where it's like, I know what it takes and I'm just going to sacrifice everything. So in a way that brings me the best happiness and it's weird and it's like going back to the whole turning it off i don't know how and i don't know if i want to yeah it's hard it's really hard and i'm i'm still young maybe as i get older it'll have the balance will change yeah. and the woman that i was speaking to on my podcast uh on the last episode she says don't don't talk about balance talk about blending and ah, I love like that. that. I, like I was that. like, ooh, I like I've that. never like heard that. that term where, because she had an issue blending work and family, not uh, balancing. And she was like, I don't want to call it balancing because it's almost like what's better than the other, yeah. you know? So mm. she's like, how could I blend the two? Mm. And I was like, oh, that is interesting. But I also told her, I, I kind of combated on her on this. I was like, but doesn't it take a lot of sacrifice in the very beginning to be, to put yourself in a position? And you know what she said? Bingo. Very true. Bingo. You know, it goes back to that, that conversation. I say to myself, what am I willing to do to be great? And then like, I'll also listen. I like, I listen to a lot of Jocko Goggins, Rogan, Jordan Peterson, a lot of ET. Like, look at where like Eric Thomas came from. Like the number one motivational speaker in the world. Like, look where he came from. Abandoned buildings, eating out of garbage cans, father never there. Nobody loser, like not not saying he's nobody loser, but like just very very humble beginnings, and I, that like that can't be substituted. Like I don't know how that could be like substituted. Not saying you can't be great if you don't have that, because you still can. Like like that's an and that's an amazing thing, and that that that'll get me to my other point. I don't mean to get sidetracked, but it's like that comes to another problem we're going to have. Now we're gonna make it. I could say that wholeheartedly. We're either gonna make it. Like 50 cents said, get rich or die trying and yeah. we're going to make it. Oh. So now what happens when we have kids? Like you see, 
you, you see so every every level is a different problem so what happens when we have like how do we not make our kids soft mm. because we have that advantage of like hey bro it's do or die we got to do this shit yeah. but now they're gonna be like hey my dad like we had like he made me rich so like that's what like a lot of like you see jay-z talk about it you see steve harvey talk about it like how do we not make our kids soft because yeah. we've almost taken away that thing that we had to make us great but i mean i guess all we could do is lead by example right like my daughter had just got in trouble for some like minor stuff at school so i'm like all right baby cool let's do it so now every time when i get off work 5 30 right there on that treadmill first day she's like oh no i don't want to do it and now she's like laughing out there 5 30 in the morning laughing you know it's a good time like yes. it started out like okay like a little bit of discipline but now she's like laughing running getting stronger like i'm thinking like this is cool like this is super cool like we get dad dad daughter time and it's like it started out it's kind of like a wouldn't say negative thing but like a corrective thing and now yeah. it's like she's doing good it's like it kind of like it gave us our time because you know i have three little ones so now it's like now she's the oldest so now she got okay i got my time back with my dad with just mm. us we have some just our time and it's yeah. like it's like it's like a beautiful thing so it's like you said going back to blending like it's such a it's such a fine thing it's yeah. like, and like you have to find time for it all like yes. like you like you have to like there is no i can't be so worried about chasing greatness i don't give her her time mm. because then on the back end did i just create another demon that damn my dad was so busy chasing this he didn't give yeah. me the time what was i fighting for yeah. why wasn't my father there yes. so then like so you like it's 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 such a fine fine line we have to navigate to be great without destroying our families because like you said we study the greats right so what happened to them most of them divorce kids hate them something yeah. like that right like yes. kobe was like the only one married loved him like ian talks about this all the time we think warren buffett was great think about that deal that kobe made before he died like yeah. think like and that was like one of his beginning deals so think about he was just going to get better and take that mama and tell you into the business world. Kobe was yeah. on CNBC talking about it and they're like, whoa, like, and then, you know, unfortunately, whatever happened, happened, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, so we could study their family back in too, how they dealt with that, like yeah. study the full process of it. You know what I mean? People will prioritize their business and, you know, obviously entrepreneurship and building financial freedom. Uh, but there's this thing when it comes to like, say the wealth side, like you yeah. could be wealthy in your business, but are you wealthy at home? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So that's also a big priority. And that's where the blending the two comes in handy. You know what I mean? But that takes practice and that takes time. So like, even right now, bro, like one day out of the week, uh, Sunday, I go see my family. I go visit my mom and my niece, my brothers, we're all, my sister, we're all together. And I cherish those moments all the time. Like I'm just sitting there. We could be sitting down and just watching a movie and we're like, damn, I love this. Yep. I love this feeling. I could be here all day. But one thing that bothers me is it's only one day out of the week. I don't like that. Yeah. So that's also a priority to me though. It's mm -hmm. like, wait, I have to do these things that I'm doing to be able to have what? Time. Yes. Because if I don't have time, I'm going to lose my favorite people and I don't want to do that. Yep. One of my favorite quotes is, and Chris Johnson says this a lot. There's so many more things that are more important in this world than money. Mm. So go get some money so you could focus on them. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we are doing this for what? So you could go spend more time with your mom. Yeah. So you could go spend more time with your niece. 
and I kind of got a thought in my head when you said that I get to go once a week, go hang out with them. You know what that is? That's recharging the battery. That's recharging the battery. Okay, this is why I'm doing this. You know what? Maybe I wasn't so tired after all when I go to look at my niece and she comes, Uncle D, Uncle D. Like, like that just recharges. So, yeah, I was tired. Damn, I put in a hard week. I did this podcast. I did this. I went, ran. I got up. I went to work. I did this. But when she gives you that hug and recharges you, like, that's like, you know, my niece's. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's like my nieces. Yeah. Uncle Vic, Uncle Vic, Uncle Vic. And I'm yes. named after my Uncle Victor, who was a leader who had an untimely death. That you know, we already talked about that. Yes. So when they I see them, Uncle Vic, Uncle Vic. That like recharges me just physically, but also on a spiritual oh. level. Like you were the next leader. Mm-hmm. Let's not make those mistakes the Jones men before you made. So we could slay that. Yeah. And now Uncle Vic is here. Oh. Uncle Vic is here in the flesh. And it's like you know, my niece, you know, my niece, she's like, every time I leave, she cries and like, oh, like, why are you leaving me? You're not going to give me a hug. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, come here, baby. I want to give you a hug. Thank you, Uncle Vic. Like, yeah. like, 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 oh. that's just a spiritual recharge. Now I'm like, all right. Speaking of that. So it's like even the weeks, the day to day is tough. It's a lot of work, right? Sundays, it's like, oh, I just want to relax with the family. My niece wants to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, I got to make the switch again and be on. Mm -hmm. And that's where the spiritual side of it comes, where it's like, man, all I want, my mental state, where it's like, man, this is the day where I get to recharge and just relax. (gasps) Oh, wait, I can't. I got to be here. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I can't, I can't say no. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be because I remember one time, bro, this was so crazy. This one, I was burnt. I had a really bad week, like just tired. And then uh, my niece, she was like, Daniel, can you come over here and play with me? And I did this. Like, I was sore, too, just from training yeah. and everything. So I sit up. I was like, oh. She saw me make the face, right? And then she got sad. And then I sat next to her. She's like, do you not want to play with me? And I was like, why do you say that, baby? And she was like, because I saw your face when I asked you to play with me. I was like, oh. And I was like, no, mama. I was like, I'm just tired from the week. I was like working out. My body's just sore. But she saw my face. And that could have, like, honestly hurt her a little yeah. bit you know she could have like say walked away from them be like my uncle doesn't like to play with me but i had to reverse I'm like no no no, i want to be here baby what do you what do you want to do yep. what do you want to do just like no i'm just sore my body's just tired mom but i'm here what do you want to do it's a crazy switch bro that goes back to something that's also a very uh driving principle in my life remember who's watching you yeah. at all times as a man as a leader of your tribe Remember who's watching you because they're always watching any misstep, any slight miscalculation. Psychologically, that goes to them. If he's a leader of our tribe and he's misstepping, can he protect us? And that yeah. just goes back to human human thought, human behavior. Yeah. Like, I want to feel protected, safe mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. He's a leader of this thing. And he's messing up. Can we follow him? And that's that's a. the older I get, the more that principle goes in. Like it's a very front of my mind thing. Remember who's watching you. Like remember who's watching you. And brother, one of the biggest things that, you know, when it comes to time, when it comes to freedom, uh, a lot of skills need to be harnessed. And one of the skills that I want to talk about you in particular is trading in the markets. When did that idea come to you and why did you want to approach that specific skill? Uh, about four, about four years ago now. Yeah, it's been about four, four and a half years. 
when I first came on the podcast, like, damn, that was a long time ago. I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> we're going to do this Amazon thing. We're going to go to the Twitter thing. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I was like, I was kind of just finding my skis and the whole yeah. making money outside of my job, entrepreneurial type thing. And I don't, I'm not really, I have a hard time trusting people and doing a lot of things. Yeah. Business. Agreed. Agreed. People and I got to depend on a lot of people. Like, you know, there's a handful of people you yes, trust. And yes. like, trading is one of the things goes back again to fighting we have a coach we have this but when you go in there and lock yourself in the cage hey man it's on you dog yeah like you know when you hit that button to get in the market hey man it's on you yeah did you run did you study the setup like did you did you do what you're supposed to do so it came back to that like i wanted to be able to just depend on me like be able to depend on my skill set put the time in, put the work in to like get my skill set up to be able to do something that freed me from the work rat race, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And trading, trading just fit my personality and trading was it. And I mean, it's been one of the biggest blessings, like one of the biggest blessings in my life. And I can't, think you know ian enough red panda the red panda nation enough and it's just he's kind of like us hey man i told you to read that 50 pages i'm not gonna fucking hold your hand did you do it yeah. we said how many trades a day did you overtrade? we said going at this specific time in the market yeah. did you do it yes just like coach rick said hey daniel i told you to throw the jab before you threw the naked bright hand <laughs> didn't i so Daniel, why did you throw the naked right hand? And now why do you have a black eye? You didn't listen. And that's the market. That is the market. Yeah. It's there there is no it's very rare when you get a tie. It's either you win or you lose, man. Yes. Just like fighting. It's very yes. like like very, very rare. And trading is one of those things that just fit our just fits our personality. It's real do or die in the market. But if you're really on top of it and you're really disciplined, it's one of those things that could free you. Oh, bro. And like, it's been such a journey, man. Like, you're going to want to quit about three or four times. And you're like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and like, Ian always says, and I laugh and he's like, until you've wanted to trick, like quit trading a couple times, then you know you're on the market. And there's been a couple of mm. times, like I've had thousands of dollars worth of losses and wanted to pull my hair out and slam the fucking computer down. Yeah. And then I had to look back at myself, but it's also, that's like, it's like a four year degree. The first couple of years, you're kind of getting yes. your skis wet and you're kind of learning what's going on. You're learning yourself. And the technical side of it and the psychological side of it is just the same. Coach Rick could teach you how to throw a jab perfectly, but psychologically, if you're too scared to go in there and throw that jab, it doesn't matter if you have all the technical yeah. skill in the world. If yeah. you can't psychologically pull the trigger yes. and do what you're supposed to do yes. in like a calm, concerted, effort when you're doing something with a purpose behind it mm -hmm. then you can't what does trading sound like fighting right like yes. th like oh that God. like that's what it is like your mind has to be right your technical ability has to be right and it's a live chess match yes. with violent consequences oh. if you don't do what you are supposed to do if you get greedy you went in there and i remember i got greedy in sap and i tried to go in there and kill him and i fucking got caught like and i got caught and, 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 it, and it's heartbreaking and yes. they just like I was up and good in a trade and I got caught for $10,000 loss and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. You want to, and you're like, I was right there. I was right there. Yes. And it's like, but on those lessons, on those lessons, on those ups and downs, then there's going to be a time, maybe three, four, five years from now when you said, damn, V, we're laughing. We're mm -hmm. sipping some champagne. You're like, 
dog, we had a hundred thousand dollar month because of this skill we attained and this discipline we were on. And now we're on the road to freeing everything. And that's yes. and like, that's what trading is. That that's like the ethos of trading to me. And it's like, yeah. it's the, the correlation between fighting and trading, it fits so well. And that's what it just fit for me, you know? And that's how I feel it is too, because you know, fighting, there's a huge science to it, right? You have to know when to get in and you have to know when to get out. Yes. It correlates so well to trading. I love that. That's why I feel like we have a very big unfair advantage. Yep. But also, brother, like I remember I was talking to a trader as well and I asked him, I was like, would you agree that uh, trading is more behavioral than mathematical? And he was kind of like, that's interesting perspective. He's like, I've never heard it in that term, but yes, I, I would agree because I, even when we were talking before, um, during the mindset, uh, how you have to get this right, but it's never one and done. It is constantly being sharpened. That sword, you have to get it on the whetstone every day to keep it, to keep it sharp, to keep it sharp. Because we know if we go in there bullshitting, we paid that price in front of people we loved and we've been heartbroken and it sucks, man. It sucks. And it's like, it like, that's like, that's the same thing, especially early on. Cause it's so emotional early on. So emotional early on, like later on in our stage, we learn, okay, Hey, more times than not, we're going to win than we lose. But sometimes we're going to take the, the, mm. the little bumps in the road and like, like you'll learn. And the part I'm learning about training now is like, okay, like, Hey, don't let that loss mess up years of progress mm -hmm. like that's a little loss right now you might you probably know you should cut it like it may it may come back one time or two time then that time it doesn't and you wiped out a whole freaking six months worth mm -hmm. of worth of good gains because you held on like yeah. that was like you knew you like you knew you should have got out you knew yeah. like we all know probably shouldn't have had that last drink. You probably should have left the party. Like that's and like that also goes back to trading. Like you, you have to know, like you said, you have to know when to get out. Like you have to know, okay, maybe I took a loss today or maybe I'm up. Should I be one and done? Like, do I want to, like, do I want to go back in there and risk that? Cause yeah. if I go back out there, it don't, and it doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. Like that's like, those are some of the most lucky days when you're up on that first trade. Like, yeah, I did good. I'm up. And you're like, all right, I just want to get it. Maybe like, I just want to hit maybe like 10 more ticks or do this. And you're like, whoa, like <laughs> I was up 7,500. And now what, what, what do you mean? I finished the day down 1800 and then it, bro, it's like the most sick feeling. But then like, that's, that's the thing. Like, that's mm -hmm. the thing where you, like you said, the behavior, can you discipline yourself oh, to man. do what you like? You knew if you're up or if he said, Hey, only take X number of trades a month. You knew you're at 10 a month. Don't take no more. And on that eleventh one, you got clapped and you did you you messed everything up. Who could you blame? Yeah. You knew the rules. Like you like you knew the rules. Who could you blame? Like yeah. who could you like? Coach said, "Hey man, go in there and take this dude down." Because you know, like I get it. Your striking's good. You yeah. can, but we have little gloves on, and you're already winning. So hey, go take him down. But yeah. you're like, nah, fuck it. I'm like, nope. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna show this yes. guy I can do it. And then you get caught, and you're like, woke up. Like, did that just happen? Like he. Like, you know, and it's yeah. like, that's behavioral. That's mm -hmm. discipline. Yeah. That's getting up every day, getting on that treadmill, doing that six miles when I knew I was tired and I didn't want to. But like somewhere in my brain, it makes me more confident on the charts yeah. when that, when that computer turns on mm -hmm. and I'm up and I know I need to hold to a certain target. It's like, all right, 
this is this is it, it, it correlates to what it feels like to be in a fight like mm-hmm. like that's what it like that's what it feels like it's like that's what it feels like man and it's like such a good skill to have a freeing skill but it's also work but on the back side of all that work on the other end of all that work once you acquire that skill no one could ever take it away and that skill could free you if you master mm-hmm. it and master yourself you don't ever have to depend on anyone for money again you could turn on your computer hit buy, hit sell, close your computer, and there's going to be thousands of dollars in your account because of a skill you mastered. Yeah. And that skill mostly is your mind and yourself. Oh, bro. Again, back to what? Fighting. The greatest ones, what? Their mind was just so mentally sharp. And like, that's what I take a lot from Ian and a lot like the good traders in our, like in our group is like, such such just fanatical discipline yeah i read my pages yeah i studied those charts yeah i looked at it every day yeah i put in two hours of my craft every day three four five hours every day in the craft well then on the back end shit in a couple years i don't have to go to work i can sit at home with my son now i can go be his baseball coach and i could be at every game now i can do this now that alleviated that other demon of damn I don't ever have to hear my son say my dad wasn't there like we don't have to deal with that because of this skill this trading this blessed, beautiful thing, it's almost like its own entity. Like it's mm. almost like its own thing that helped me go be great. And like that ties back in to getting on the treadmill, to eating right, to making sure you sleep, to like trading makes you an overall better person. What does fighting do if you really dive into it? Make you an yes. overall better, more disciplined, well rounded, more oh. like get more in touch with your own self when you're out there on those runs spiritually. Like you see certain things that like kind of just tap into your mm-hmm. mental. That's like, that's what it is, you know? Yeah, man. And it's so funny because I know for a fact, losses come. They come with business. They come with relationships, marriage, so on and so forth. Losses do come. And I remember fighting. My my second to last fight, I remember losing, getting finished in the first round, right? I remember when he was getting his hand raised, I told myself mentally, I said, I'd rather die than lose. And in a way, I still have that mindset, but... I also learned how to lose better, if that yes. makes sense. Yes. So, and I've learned along the way too, every time I've lost in anything, whether it be a business transaction, when it comes to trading, when it comes to just life, friends, family, so on and so forth, I always 10 x myself from yep. that lesson. I've learned this too, like to hug failure almost and embrace it and smile at the chaos a little yes. bit. Yes. And then just like, okay, let's go. Yes. Let me see how I can get better with this. You know what I mean? Did I learn my lesson or am I just gonna bullshit and, and repeat it again. Cause I think that's the number one thing too is mistakes are fine. Future mistakes are fine, but repeating the same thing, same mistake over and over again, you're not learning. That's, that's, that's the thing. Like, and it hurts like, Hey man, don't touch that stove. Don't over trade. Don't do it. Like you're good. Like don't do it. And it, it, it's, it goes back. Like, again, like when you listen to Goggins, how many times did he fail before he became a Navy SEAL? How many times? Like how like body broken, eighteen months to get through oh what a, a, a six month thing? Like yeah. the, the hardest, most rigorous thing you could do in the world, and that's like if you're undisciplined, that's what trading becomes. Mm-hmm. If you're undisciplined, that's what it becomes. If you go in there haphazardly, maybe you had a couple of drinks, maybe you got in a fight with you know with your wife, or maybe shit's not okay at the house. I probably know. I probably should leave that computer off today, or maybe yeah. just. Turn it on. Don't turn Ninja Trader on where I could live trade. Maybe just turn on my trading view and just watch it and see where it goes mm-hmm. and kind of mark it out in my head or like do something on there. Don't turn it on because you may 
get that impulse. It's almost yeah. like an addict. It's almost like a fucking addict. Like you kind of like, uh, oh uh, yeah, for uh. sure. So if you can't like, if you, and then it goes back, can you control your drinking? Can you control mm. your, can you control your eating? Can you yeah. control your, your, your other vices? Cause if you can't control that, that shit's going to show up on that chart and it's going to yeah. hurt you oh. at the worst time when you don't want it to hurt you. And it's like, Trading is like a mirror for your psychology. When you're up and you know you should hold, you see those big numbers and you, it's like, it's right there. Can you have the discipline to do what you know you're supposed to do? And that, yeah. like that's money because money is such a driving force in our society. That's what we, we want to get money, right? To free ourselves, to have more time yes. with our families. Yes. So it becomes such a hard psychological thing to control. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's where the discipline comes back into play. Yeah. And it's like, that is such a metaphor for life are you disciplined enough to do what you need to do for your family champ and that's why like a lot of times you see me like come on champ be great champ on my story like half the time that that's an electronic journal i'm talking to myself oh my god like, like i don't really care what other people think and like i'm talking to myself because i'm saying like this other person i almost created like not to steal gog and stuff but like almost like that's the other person i created mm. in my head like Hey, they're watching you, champ. Yeah. Go be great, champ. Yes. Like, this is what you need to do. You know you need to do this. Did you do it today? Mm. Or were you being soft? Oh like, God. and that's, all of that shows up on, when you sit behind that screen, That all that shows up on that chart. When you're yeah. down, maybe 2,000. You know, I, I, I trust my setup. I trust my analysis. I trust the discipline of me seeing this chart the way it's supposed to be, and then it comes back. But yeah. you're like, <laughs> yeah. I can't, that, woo, 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 I can't, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Like, that's, that is trading. Like, that is fighting. That is like, you know, when you're like, woo, I thought I was a fast one. That, that, that swing came hard from then. You're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, I don't, whoa, I don't know if I want to like, whoa, I don't know if I want to come in. Whoa, I don't know if I want to go in there. Like, yes. like, like, you know exactly what I'm saying, right? You feel like, it right like, now. Like, you're like, whoa. That was like, I remember one time I had to like, like, I was sparring with some house, like in the literal, not even in the cage. I'm like, Whoa, like, whoa, I thought I was fast. Like that, whoa, bro, he could kick me in my face. I don't even know where it came from. Yes. And that's like, that's trading, but yeah. it's like, you know, you, you like, you know what I mean? So you have to really be in tune with your psychological and technical abilities. Cause nine times out of 10, me and you were faster than everybody. But once yeah. you go in there and face on the 10 time when that dude was, you're like, whoa, There's that's always different. somebody better. Like, whoa, you know I mean? that was different, you know? And like, that's what trading is. Some days you're going to have it and just feel smooth. And some days I'll just see it. I'm like, oh yeah, I see it. It's going to go exactly here. And it boom, hits exactly where it is. Oh, and that's more times than not. Yes. But that's comes from discipline, doing, knowing, me knowing I did what I was supposed to do. And it's yeah. like, I know I keep saying that, but like, there's no other way to like almost explain it because that's exactly what it is. And like, you mm. know, this podcast, this whole operation wouldn't have got to where it is if you didn't do every day what you were supposed to do that means recharging rebalancing going to your family getting up going to work doing what you need to do all of that shows up on that trading chart yeah. and that, like it, it all comes together in your trading when you're sitting there because technically you know what to do psychologically are you feeling into it are you not like it all comes oh, into play like bro. you know if i go towards a vice that i know that's going to hinder progress i know that's going to correlate to all the other things that i'm doing that's why People say I'm very strict on what do I do. It's like, no, man, I am sick. Yes. I am sick to death yes. and I'm willing to be sick every day just to be great. And like you were talking about sacrifice earlier, and this goes back. So like my trading is up super much. I think I'm like 18, 
two and three in like the last 25 or something like crazy like you like you know what i mean beautiful and then it came to back like my father had a like a vice with drinking and whatever and so did like people before me so i said you know what is drinking kind of is it worth it like is it really worth it to me like you don't like get drunk so much or like 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 is it really worth it so yeah. like i kind of like i said you know what the next time i have a drink is either going to be well my son's 21 years old we're gonna have a million dollar trade or a million dollars invested and then we're gonna pop some champagne and celebrate yeah until then so nothing i'm never gonna drink again yeah but now i have a target to reach mm. and now that sick discipline yes. comes in things so if you see me do it they're gonna be like hey <laughs> i know why he's doing that like like you know he, what? he said what he was gonna and do it's a target oh. and it's a tar and i have like the sick fanatical like mind to do it and i'm going to do it and now i yeah. said it publicly and now i'm going to yes. do it oh. like 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 and it's just that that thing with discipline has made everything so much better yeah. and people say daniel why are you so strict on yourself daniel why are you so this well also daniel why are you talking in f to people that have millions of dollars, maybe yeah. a hedge fund dude, maybe like high, high, high level people, politicians. Why are you doing? Because you put in the work, because yeah. you have discipline, because your light is attracting other like-minded individuals and people. Yeah. And that doesn't come without discipline, without sacrifice. So if me sacrificing that, knowing it didn't do too well in my bloodline, what am I doing? Showing myself like a sacrifice yeah. and discipline. Ugh. Showing my son we could kill that sacrifice and discipline showing my daughters also keeping my word to my wife he said he was gonna do this and he did it mm -hmm. man she might be a little bit mad at me if i don't have a drink at the wedding i don't know if it doesn't happen she might be a little bit mad well well off some beverly uh apple cider or something i'll still have a good time but i said i was gonna do something yeah and i'm gonna do it like and that's all it is to it and i feel so much better so much more clear like so much more focused everything just feels so much better because i set a term for myself and now i'm doing it and i don't care how long it takes me to get there mm -hmm. i said what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna do it yeah and it'll be sooner than later i know we'll hit the we'll hit the seven figure mark sooner yes. than later it's it, it, it's only a matter of time and you know what i'm saying like yeah. you said before we before we got on air i did the podcast for two years nobody's seen nothing nobody's seen nothing nobody's seen nothing almost like a bamboo tree you plant it it grows on the it grows underground for five years and then it sprouts up in one year and it's just yeah. like woo and everyone's like damn you're overnight success no no hell no he put the work in and you just didn't see it and that's exactly what training yeah. is man i wanted to quit i wanted to cry i was like ah like Rick, you were up you knew not to hit that button you yeah. like you knew not to do it. but those are those painful lessons like we learned in fighting yeah. and that's trading if you don't do what you are supposed to do you will get clapped because what is the market the best players in the world playing with their most precious resource money you're playing against the all nba team you're playing against jordan like you're playing against dalio you're playing against paul tudor jones you're playing against all the top hedge fund guys you're playing against citadel you're playing against all those big players that have all those algorithms that have everything they need to take your money if you're undisciplined mm. and you're reckless and that's yeah. all they do all they sit there and wait for you to be undisciplined and oh. reckless because all trading is taking money from the undisciplined yes. and giving it to the discipline oh so God. if you're more disciplined 
you have a leg up and mm. that, it's it's simple that's all it breaks down to yeah the guys are like ah, i'm gonna jump in and i'm just gonna win a trade today and then they you see them and they're like hey mom can i have 10 more thousand dollars so i lost it all wait what huh but also trading is also known for its high risks. Yes. So how do you personally manage your uh, specific risks and how would you pass on your specific lessons to somebody else who's beginning? Always use a stop loss. Like that's just number one. Always use a stop loss and always respect it because even though the stop loss is there, you can move it. Mm. You can take it. You're like, yeah, let, me, <laughs> let me widen it a little bit. Let me pull it down. I know it's just, and, I, and, and I'm guilty. I, I speak uh, for experience because I'm yes. guilty. And like, Ian has it set up on a certain parameter to respect the system. And he asked, hey, did you use stop loss? Yeah. Did you move it? Did you move your target when I told you what it was supposed to be? So always, like, once you find your edge, like, me and you, even though we're the same, our personalities could be different. So you're going to find your own. And I used to get so frustrated when people would tell me, so I'm like, no, just tell me what to do. Like, yeah. just, just tell me what to do. Yes. And like, there's some traders that are four hour traders or some traders that trade off like the two minute. There's some traders that trade off the day chart, the month chart. So you just find what you're comfortable and the speeds you're comfortable. It's like fighting. Islam and Khabib are both great, but they're different fighters. Yes. Oh. So there, there's traders could be great. Like Ian's very technical, a great, amazing trader, but like, trap is different like yeah to, it's it's a different different beast but they both have their risk grammar so once you find your edge and you find your thing that's making you money like your system that's making you money make sure you respect it and don't see like oh my god this guy made a hundred thousand on this trade in in the market well he may have been trading for 20 years like so you can't base your you can't base your yeah i can't base my fighting ability off of Khabib's. Khabib's been doing this since he's been a little kid wrestling bears. I only started like out of college. So I yeah. can't base that. Even though we go to the same gym and he's giving me countless lessons, I can't base myself off of him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So once you find your edge of what you're doing, respect your system and do not deviate from it. Give yourself three, four, five hundred trades and see what your percentage is. I know I'm gonna I'm if I take 12 trades, I'm gonna go nine and three, 10 and two, like if I follow my system. Be careful tweaking it too much until you get the statistical data that proves, okay, if I know I do this exactly the same way every time, I should win about 70, 80% of the yeah, time. Like, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not moving. Because once you move something and vary it, then you have to get new statistical data all over when I move this again yeah. to see if it works or not. Yes. So that's kind of how you manage risk. Once you find a good balance system, like be a slave to the rules. Do, don't deviate. Be a slave to the rules and know... Another way to manage risk is like, and like I was going back to, if you had a bad week or like a bad fight with your mom or somebody like, maybe you don't turn on the charts today, man. Like maybe we just kind of go for a run and like maybe just read the Wall Street Journal or do like something market related, but maybe we don't yeah. get live on the charts. Like, you know, some days like we're supposed to go in there and spar today. I'm just feeling off today, coach. Instead mm -hmm. of me getting hurt, maybe we'll do seven rounds of some high intense bag work and like yes. you like maybe we'll do some drills and we'll do like some like real tough drills i mean of getting up you know boom boom, boom get back down like, like like you know what I mean? maybe we'll do maybe we'll we'll, we'll do that a little bit instead yeah. of going live today and there's a chance i get hurt three weeks before the fight like like you know what i mean so you have to also use your 
judgment on that as well. Yeah. And when you first got in, like, into the markets, what were some of the most challenging days and what did they look like and how did you overcome them? The losses for sure. But just trying to do too much too fast. Like trying yeah. to be like, oh my God, this dude made 10,000 today. Can I do that tomorrow? Mm. Uh, okay, maybe I, I want to start with options or then maybe I want to do this and then, then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to try this system. Then I'm going to go try that system. Yeah. And like you never give yourself a chance and you're always like chasing your tail. You're just spinning, chasing your tail. It's like you come in here. Oh, I didn't like how that sounded. So I'm going to go use this mic tomorrow and then I'm yeah. going to use that camera tomorrow and then I'm going to use this setup tomorrow and then I'm going to put it on wide view instead of short view. Mm. And like you, so you keep changing things up so you never really catch your bearings. And that wasn't me in the beginning. I just kind of was trying to just do too much all at once. Cause like, mm. Hey, I'm tired of being poor. Like I wanted like, yeah. I want to, like, I want to get there now, but like, we know nothing in life happens that way. Like I can't say, Daniel, I want to go run a six minute mile. I just started running yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's the, like, it's the same thing with fighting. Like we can't say, Hey D you're going to go fight in Bellator tomorrow. And you just started training two weeks ago. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, work that way and that's how training is i had to like take two steps back to take 10 forward now yeah like i had to take two steps back go okay, slow down we know this vehicle can free us so you have to respect it this is a craft this is a sport this is like this is like game day so monday through friday you could go on game day but did you put in the practice on saturday yeah. and did, you, did you back test did you look at the charts mm -hmm. did you do your reading for your mind did you do your reading on your financial stuff like yeah. did you really do that so that was just putting in the time and the effort and i realized once i started treating it like a sport it kind of clicked in my head bing this is like a sport so we can't go in the game until we're ready yeah we cannot go in until we're ready and like That'll save you a lot of money. It'll save yeah. you a lot of headaches. It'll save you a lot of stress, a lot of gray hairs. Yeah. Like, like it will, because it takes time, man. Like trading's not easy, but was this podcast easy? No. Was setting all this up this easy? Was where you're at now easy from where you came from? From talking on my ass podcast to high to, to high value. Like, was it easy? No. no. You had to put in the work. You had to get better on the mic. You found your setup. Yeah. You honed your setup. You have it super dialed in. But how many episodes did that take? Over a hundred. How many? Like, so like almost I'm almost at like a thousand trades now. And I'm finally really catching my bearings. Like how many rounds of sparring yeah. before when that dude's shoulder flinched, you knew to pull. And as he's pulling back, you're already punching him in the face. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, Daniel, you're hella fast. Yes, Daniel's fast. And he has quick reflexes. But that also comes from studying and putting the time in. Mm. It's time in yeah, the market. Bro. Time in the market. Time in the ring. Time in the sparring. Time in the grappling. We hated wrestling and grappling. But we had to put time in so we could stand up and showcase our ability, which is what? Mm. Stand up. But if we didn't. If we weren't able to put the time in the grappling to get up or to not be taken down, yeah, it we're nullified. Mm -hmm. Like so that it's time in. Did you put the time in the market? Yeah. And once you do put the time in the market, you feel more confident. You're more, you are more psychologically <clears throat> ready, and you're more in. Say you take a small loss. I take a five hundred loss today, a, a fifteen hundred dollar loss. Okay, that's small. Cool. It wasn't a seven thousand dollar loss because yeah. I was psychologically not ready because i didn't practice because i didn't because i just got washed and i mm. like okay i had a bad day okay all right it happens you know we lost a round we come back and spar we win the next three yeah so cool yes. that's like and that's 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 trading that's 
Kobe going before anybody got in there, putting up a thousand shots before practice even started. Like every yeah. like 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 you yeah. know what I mean? That was like even even the girl uh Juju Watkins that put up fifty one, the 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 USC girl. Yeah. The janitor or the security guard called her coach and was like, "Hey, should I kick her out the gym?" The coach said, "No, let Juju be Juju." Yeah. What did she do the next game? Went and put fifty-one because the game before they had lost three out of four and she had a bad shooting off night. Yeah. She was in the gym and putting up shot after shot after shot, and it paid off because the next night she went and put up fifty-one. Yeah. The most this season by any female basketball player. One of the one of the greatest performances by a true freshman mm-hmm. in college basketball history. Yeah work that's tangible the work is tangible to the outcome i everything that i do approach it's the long game brother and the the book that i'm currently reading um choose your enemies wisely by patrick david yes so uh in the book there was a page that i read and I, i wrote this down and i reflected on this they, uh, there was this Japanese, uh, Japanese uh, business that's been in business for over a thousand years and it's just been passed on from generation after generation and they asked the current ceo how do you guys do it he says, don't drink too much. He says, don't over-celebrate. He says, on all the good things that are happening, hey, just just stay stoic. Yes. And he says, you, you, you're, it's sustainable and stick to the long game. That's what, that's what kind of keeps you in the game. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what business is about. That's what sustainability is about. It's the long game. Everything that we're doing, is it a good percentage of it? Is it for us? Absolutely. But it's for the next generation yes. after generation yes. what we pass on to our children what our children pass on to their children it starts with us and it's and it goes back to what did nip say the marathon continues trading is a marathon even back to the old fable tortoise and the hare the slow small tortoise consistent 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 yeah. bing 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 yeah and now you're like Three, four, five years. You're twelve, ten. Look at this, and you, but you just never stop. Like, like in, in, and like it's a marathon. Trading is a marathon. Trading is about surviving. Yeah. Can you keep your? Can you keep your money? Can you keep your capital? Because you, you risk capital every time you go in. Yes. It's the long game. Were you disciplined enough to keep your capital? Yeah. Because the best offense is defense. Like, yes. did you protect your downside? Cool. We could go make. 10 25 x but we can't be 100 x down yeah. like we, like like did you protect your like did you protect your downside and that's yeah. just showing up every day seeing the in and out the like the nuances hey the market moved here right now at this time i've seen this before because i looked at this chart a thousand times yeah. so it should do this like you know we like the market's never predictable we can't mm-hmm. predict it it's it's the market is a lot of people and we know people are unreliable, very yeah. crazy. That's people moving the money. Motions like, yeah. but patterns repeat on those charts. Patterns repeat. Mm-hmm. So I've seen this pattern. It should do this, and then it should go here. Yeah. And if you look at it enough times and you study it enough times, more times than not, it'll do what it's supposed to do. Yes. But if it doesn't, on that off time, it doesn't. I protected my downside. Okay, it hit that line. I'm out. I'm good. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Statistically, we know that should happen sometimes. Yeah. And I'm psychologically okay with that like like you said it goes back to being a good loser yeah and that i know that's that's a weird phrase weird such a weird phrase for people like us that want to win very weird but you won't get it until you get into trading that five hundred dollar loss is better than that ten thousand dollar loss because psychologically you couldn't handle a red day and like i remember i had one day 
I think I was up like 4,000 or 5,000 or something. I wanted to just, just one, just one more. I want to get to, yeah. I want to get to six. Come on, come on, just one more. And then I went down like 1,800 and I couldn't, like I couldn't take it. I traded back and forth, up and down, up and down, up and yeah. down, like like 11 trades a day, just, just something horrible. And I think I finished the day down, like down 6,000. I'm like, Vic, you were up like $4,800 and what, you wanted another like what, $1,200? Yeah. And it cost you all that mental capital cost you all the mental stress back and forth trying yeah, to get back trying to go trying yes. to get back trying to go and then you finish down five thousand because you just couldn't psychologically couldn't take it no yeah. more like you couldn't take another trade because you're gonna go crazy and it's like first off you should have just took the four thousand the forty eight hundred right there or you should have just took the 18 and said okay i'm done but like that goes back to the discipline being yeah. a good loser it's just yes. hey man take take that little come back again tomorrow We'll restart fresh over. Yeah. It's all good. Or even if it's like a real bad day, maybe I'll take a couple of days off. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and then I'll come back. Cause it's a, like, it's, it's a long one. Like, Hey, if you get KO'd or something, you might need to take a couple of days off of, of, of this. Let you, let you reheal, recalibrate, come back. What did I do wrong? Okay. I stepped in when I know I probably should have pivoted out and I threw the right hand without throwing the jab. Okay. I'm not going to do that again because that violently cost me a lot of emotional capital yeah. cost me physically it cost me a lot and that's like that's the same thing that is it's exactly the same thing and yeah. it's just there's so many parallels to it like you know it's so many parallels and like the deeper you get in the weeds of trading like you'll find it like you'll yeah. start saying like oh this is like oh that hurt but yeah. i knew i probably shouldn't like i knew he whoever my coach is told me don't do this because yes. this system i can't do this in this system and then i did it because i thought i was smarter than the coach yeah. and then it cost you know as students we always do that we always hey coach like why why didn't you do this well don't do okay go ahead man yeah go ahead go yes. ahead and yeah. then you get burned you're like gosh coach you are right crazy <laughs> right i tried to tell you like i'd like and like that's what i tell my son son don't like son don't do that yeah. son come on son didn't I tell you don't do that, son? <laughs> like, like, yeah. and it's just, but we have to go through it. Like, we even as grown men, we still do it, and like that is trading. That is trading, bear and bear through. But it makes you a better person. And then once you get on the other end of really understanding what's going on, that is a vehicle to free us. That is a vehicle to where we could go get capital to invest in real estate, to go invest in our businesses, to go and do whatever we want to do. It's the market is our personal ATM once we learn that skill. And now think, what does it come back to? The trauma we need to heal. We're not poor. We get our time back. Yeah. We're smart with our money. We don't, like, I don't care if the guy next door is driving a Lamborghini. Like, that doesn't matter to me. No. You know what matters to me? Being able to spend time with my son. Do I want to have a $5,000 payment a month for a Lamborghini to, like, where I could barely sit down and get into it? Like, I, like no, I don't care. I'd rather no. go to my son's basketball game or wrestling yeah. match i'd rather go be his wrestling coach i'd rather yes. go to like go teach my take my daughter to jujitsu class i'd rather go like that like all of that doesn't really matter to me yeah. no more and I, like i'm so happy like i'm learning this skill now and i'm not in like the materialistic phase yeah. of stuff because then it's like you did all that work like for what like now to have that look to to look cool in front of some people I don't even really talk to. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I don't even, I talk to maybe a handful of people of being cool that are like like-minded. So I'm going to go do this to look cool on what? Stunt on the internet? Yeah. Like, you got to be kidding. Like, you have, and like so many people's mindsets are like that. Like, you have to be kidding. Like, you're doing all this to stunt on the internet to people that don't even really kind of give a fuck about what no. you're doing. Like, no. like, cause 
they're thinking on the internet too to be cool but they probably got a lot of shit going on back home yeah and that's why i talk so aggressively and feel so aggressively because hey man i'm not perfect hey man there was a lot of shit i had to overcome a lot of shit is dark and ugly yeah. and it's a lot so i don't care about if you have the new uh gucci shoes or, <laughs> bro i don't I care don't like i don't care i do like 100 good for you but i don't care you know what i'm gonna yeah. do i'm gonna build this portfolio i'm gonna get better at trading so then i can go take my son to dubai egypt aue go see the world yes. go do cool things i'm not stunned for somebody in san jose i don't give <laughs> like i don't give a fuck <laughs> you know what i mean like, you know what i mean <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't care bro <laughs> but you know what's so funny that I it, all the things that you were kind of talking about um, correlates to the book and it correlates to say emotion. Yep. We always have like this emotional drive yep. that kind of puts us in this state, right? So in Patrick Bed David's book, Choose Your Enemies Wisely, I was kind of interested on like the title. I was like, what does he mean by this? Very and catchy, right? Very catchy. But when you read it, you understand why the title is the way it is. So he talks about we all have enemies or we have something, uh, somebody that gives us an emotion that makes us want to change and elevate, right? Yep. So when he says enemy, who is your enemy? Who is the person that doubted you, that made you push, that made you want to do the extra? And I thought about it. I was like, I don't want to say who was my enemy. I want to say who gave me my first big doubt. So God bless my father. I love my father to death. And I remember when he doubted me and told me that you're not going to be a professional fighter. It's a hard, hard life. You're not going to get there. I remember when I proved him wrong, but he gave me that emotion mm -hmm. to prove me right. What also Bet David talks about is where does the logic come? Where's your plan on yeah. to prove this person wrong, right? So we have these doubters. We have, say, enemies that give us these things like you're not going to get there. Oh my God, Vic, you're really on the charge. You're really doing this. Like, come on, dude. Like choose you something better. Be rich? Come on, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So there are those doubters that give us that emotional force. It's like, okay, we'll just see. Like, let me yeah. put in the time. You'll see. Yeah. But there's also has to be logic behind it. Going back to the plan. Do you have any, I don't want to call it enemies, but say people who gave you that emotion to kind of be like, okay, watch me. Yeah. And you know, like I won't name no names, but it's usually the ones closest to us. It's usually you want to be real. Okay, I'm gonna be Let's real. It's, <laughs> it's usually the ones closest to us that they're like, "Who do you think you are to talk like that? Who do you think you are to elevate us and get us out of this? This is our yeah. comfort zone." And you know, people resist change. Who do you think you are to talk like this? Yeah, like. And you would always say it, results, Trump, everything. So once you start putting up their results and start showing them numbers and start showing those results, they almost can't, there's, there's nothing else to say. They're like, first it goes, oh, you think you're going to be a traitor? Oh, uh, 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 and then you start, you start putting up their results. I'm not a theorist. I'm a practitioner. Yeah. I'm not a theorist. I'm a practitioner. Results are greater than theory. So if you're putting up the results and you're showing it and you're yeah. doing it, then all the doubts kind of, all the doubts kind of like, eh, okay, well, in, and, and then it goes to, okay, that's cool now, but let's see if you can sustain it. Yeah. Eh, he may have got, 
He got lucky once, maybe twice. But let's see if he could. Let's see if he really could sustain it. Yeah. Let's see if he's really about what he's saying he's about. And that's when it goes back to like fanatical. That's yeah. when it goes back to that thing. Yeah. And like, I remember P, uh, PBD. I was listening to uh, like on one of my grueling runs. I was listening to it, and he goes, "Well, Michael Jordan went up there in his Hall of Fame speech." And he thanked everybody, but the last person he thanked and talked the most about was his coach that cut him. That was his enemy. That that drove him even after the six championships, yeah. the Olympic gold medals, arguably saying he's the best player ever, like the Michael Jordan mania. He was like Michael Jackson, like yeah. he was the most famous person on earth. Yes. What did it go back to? The coach that cut me. That's what I think about. Yeah. That's what those enemies do. It. Yeah. And God bless him. You love them. I, I I love them. But the ones closest to us that doubt us almost give us the most drive. It's and it's, so and it's true. such a love-hate thing because I love you and I love you enough that I'm going to prove you wrong. And then oh. when I do prove you wrong, I'm not going to throw it in your face. But you make sure you tell me you love me because I put in this work. Now I showed you how to do it. You remember when it, like the last two podcasts I came and I was... Like I would, I would get like emotional talk because I was starting to feel that. Like I was yeah. feeling that. And I was like, remember I kept telling you, hey man, this shit gets lonely and it gets like... It, it turns you into a different person. Oh, dude. And like, I kind of felt that like when my father passed, God bless him when he passed, like I felt that and like, you know, I kind of uh, like, like, all right, man, it's on you to take over now, bro. Like your grandma's looking at you. Like everything's like, 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 come on, it's on you now. And like, yeah. when I was starting this whole journey and kind of figuring it out, like I was starting to feel that. And now I'm like, it's almost a welcomed pressure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's almost like I'm so comfortable in it now. And like, I love it now. And like, yes, I'm going to pr prove you wrong. And like ET says, once you get to a certain level, it's not about skill. It's about stamina. Like, how long can you sustain it? Like, how long can you sustain greatness? And that's and that's when, I, when I'm tired, cold, get out there on them runs, 100-mile months. Do all, That's more to, that's that's for the mental. Like, Because yeah. I physically, I'm already, like, in good shape. Like, I, like I'm almost, like, you know, not too much or nothing. But, like, I'm a little bit older than you. But, like, I, even when we were in the gym, like, I was still oh, keeping up with yeah, all the, like, literally. my reflexes were still fast. Everything's still good. Like, <laughs> My God bless my father. He blessed me with my mom. They blessed me with good genetics. So like physically, I'm still like, I'll still go do seven miles, six miles, six, seven, yeah. 30 pace. Like, you know what yes. I'm saying? Like, so physically it's good. That's, it's more the mental side of it for me. Yeah. Like chipping on the arm and the mental side. And like, you know, we were talking about like that movie on Netflix before, like heaven forbid something go out. Like, do you have enough resources and stock to sustain your tribe? Say, just say you couldn't go to the store for a week. Do you have enough water, food, enough ammo protection to protect your tribe in case the shit really got out of hand that's the thing you train for yeah. you train for heaven forbid we don't ever get that call we don't want to get how are you going to react is your mind tough enough to handle it because yeah. i got when i got that call from my dad bro i'm not gonna lie to you like you seen i posted that that joey diaz story today and I'm like oh yeah i i kind of lost it there for a little bit and then that goes back to who's your enemies they watched me because at my age the ones before me lost it and they all died. Like, to be real. The ones before me lost it and they go, is he next? Yeah. And I love my grandmother. That's one of the closest people to me in the world. She's like my kindred soul. My mother, it's the same. And I don't think they did it intentionally or nothing. Maybe they were just scared because they all seen the other older ones die before me. Now I'm old. They said, please, baby, not this one. Don't let this happen to him again. And I seen that fear in their eyes. And I almost internalized that and took it and said, I'm going to show you guys that we are going to be great. We got over this. I'm going to show you how great I am. And like, 
I needed it, but I needed to almost get lost a little bit there for a little bit. And, you know, maybe there's some vices and I got out of it, but I needed that. I like, I needed that thing to say, okay, if we go here, like, uh, you know, it's not good. It's not good for, it wasn't good for the ones before you yeah. with, with this name. It's not good. So you have a son now. So when I look at my son, I used to be that little boy that hurt. I said, are you going to do this to him? Are you going to, are you going to leave him alone for him to figure out again? Or are you going to come out on the other side and be better? And I said, that's an easy choice for me, man. Yeah. That's such an easy choice. And I know. Yeah. So I, like, I don't got to drink again. I could go be great. And we're going to make all this money. And I'm going to feel better. And I'm going to live. Like, it was just such an easy thing. But I needed that pain of my father leaving me. You know, we made up. And we were good before he passed. And everything was good. And it was a beautiful thing. But his passing kind of taught me a lot about leadership. It taught me a lot about family. It taught me a lot about those ones closest to you doubting you. And it taught me about those closest to you scared that you might go off the rails a little bit. Like, mm. like, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it went. Yeah. And now we're so far and we're so disciplined in. Now it's like a sick addiction. And now like, yeah. cause we're all addicted to something. Oof, yeah. We could be addicted to reading. We could be addicted to running. We could be addicted to fast food. You could be addicted to porn. You could be addicted yeah. to, to something stupid. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to be addicted to getting better. And then I'm going to set the standard for my son watching. So he's going to say, damn, my dad was out here on this treadmill running. Or my dad, my dad was doing this. Or he was always there. So it's, I used it in a good way. Because the one before me had an addiction problem. And it took him down. And I said, I'm like them. I have a very addictive personality. My wife tells me all the time. You have, so if I sit there and I read a book. Or I sit there and I play chess. I'm playing for seven hours. Like, just like, like a kid. If I, if I get my son to tap, he wants to play. Like, oh, that's, that's me. Yeah. So I reached channel that energy to be on the charts, to go do physically good, to go yeah. be great. So the ones watch can say, he really did what he was talking about. He really led from the front. He didn't make me do anything that I wouldn't do. I remember my daughter was kind of getting a little mad with the whole having to run the treadmill. And then I told her, I said, okay, baby, look here. I did, you know, six miles. Like, I'm not asking you to do anything I wouldn't do. And like that, that goes back to leadership. That also goes back to like, Ian, like I'm reading them pages a day. I'm on them chart studying. I'm going through the Russell. I'm yeah. going through the Nikkei. I'm going through the, the Nasdaq. I'm going yeah. through the Dow. I'm going through. I'm going through all of those stocks a day, and I'm already a great at what I yeah. do. And I'm still putting in those hours. Who does that remind you of? Kobe, Jordan, Buffett, yeah. Trap, Brady, all the greats that are maniacally, maniacally obsessed with their craft to be better. And you, you heard the stories. It goes back to our choose your enemies wisely. Jordan and Brady would make up stuff to be just they would just make up Crazy. shit in their mind to oh just be God. fanatical about. Yes. And sometimes like sometimes <laughs> I don't even know who I'm talking to. Sometimes I just like, oh fuck you guys too. Like I'm gonna go like you know what I mean? Like like <laughs> yeah. that sometimes is that a little crazy? Yeah, but so what? We're all yeah. a little crazy somehow. We're all a yes. little bit crazy somehow. Yes, 110%. Like, like, oh you know God. what I mean? Yes, and you know what's so funny, brother? Like one of my emotional factors that kind of drives me into that sickening behavior of just go 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 is obviously the time and the freedom for myself and for my family that's my yep. biggest emotional drive your mom told you and like my grandma told me it's like mm. it's contagious right so you want to give it to them like yeah. you want to like come on like please click come on come be great like come on but everybody will get there on their own time yeah like everybody will get there on their own time and that's what i'm learning as well so that's why it gets lonely sometimes because Everybody doesn't want to go out and run at seven in the morning. Everybody yeah. doesn't want to eat right for 
87 days in a fucking row. Like, yeah. like, like, you know, people don't want to do that. Like, but they also respect and say, whoa, man, he's getting better. Like, whoa, like I got a lot of comments. Like, whoa, Vic, like, I'm so proud of you, man. Like, I'm like, I see what you're doing. I'm proud of you, but they haven't jumped in yet. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm proud of you. I see what you're doing. Like, that's just so dope. It's cool. But they have like, they're like, Ugh. like, like I want to do it. And like, I use this, I use your name to this day. Hey man, you and you, both of you guys are like my brother. But I told him, and I told you the same thing. He executed on it every motherfucking day. And now look at what he's doing. Yeah. I didn't tell him any different than what I told you. Yeah. And I told him once. And I didn't have to go back and tell him 17 times and ask him, hey, did you do oh, this today? God, be hey, did you respectful? Hey, did you did you read your 10 pages? Hey, did you like did you do your mile? Hey, did you like not drink? Hey, did you write in your journal? Yeah. One time he executed and then he got better on top of the execution. So then it got better and then he learned more things and started doing more things on his own. And that's kind of how like Ian teaches, like I gave you the system. Did you do it? Yeah. I don't want to have to remind you to do it. Like I'm already like you tell I'm already rich. What are we talking yeah. about? You're still yeah. over trading. Like what do you like that just comes back to you just didn't listen. Like yeah. you like you're a grown man. You just didn't listen. Mm -hmm. Like so it's like I use you all the time. I use you as an example all the time. I told him one time. And he did it and he went and ran with it. And now look at it. Like now look at what's going on. And it's like, I could tell the same thing to cousins, brothers, whatever, like friends, whatever. But if you don't, this, I can't do it for you. Like I cannot, like I can send you all the highlighted quotes of my book I'm reading and doing all this and the videos and all this. But if you just don't have it in you to do it, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Like I don't, like I don't, you know? Yeah. I want my circle to be great. Why? Because when somebody like you, every time I'm sitting next to you, I know you're a high valuable man. And that makes me what? Raise my stock even more. Every time I talk to you, every time I learn from you, I'm just like, man, I'm a sponge. I'm going to shut up. Just like you told me too. Rick told me too. When somebody's, when you're beside somebody and they are better than you, shut up. And listen and ask the right questions. That way you can accumulate the information, but you got to put it to work. Yes. So everything that you've told me, every, I would say I have like five mentors of mine that really impacted my life is Rick, it was you, my mother, Jeremy, Hector. There were so yep. there's yep. other men and yep. other women in my life who impacted me, but I would say that's like the core five. And I always said this to myself too. I remember writing this down in my journal. I was like, it would be a slap in the face and so disrespectful for you guys if I did not execute on what you told me. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't want to be a, a broken record and having to come to you and asking the same thing I did last week. It doesn't work like that because I personally don't want to hear it. And I'm starting to understand that too is it may be a bad leadership on my end, but I don't want to keep hearing the same vision but no action gets acquired you're just leaning towards more distractions it's more like going back to the return on investment that we were talking about look i'm trying to give you tools and tactics on how to get better but if you don't want to get better and you're coming at me with the same questions over and over and over again that's me putting time in mm -hmm. is that an roi for me no if you tell two people something and i learned this from me if you tell two people something Hey, read these 20 pages in this book. Hey, read these 20 pages in this book. This guy's going to have, if you read those 20 pages, he doesn't understand something, two or three very pointed, concrete questions. Like, hey, I read this, but I didn't get this. What does this mean at this thing? What does this phrase mean here? You'll get this guy that asks you 17 questions, yeah. like just generally. Hey, well, 
He didn't read it. This yeah. guy has very specific questions. I told him to read 20 pages. He asked me this question about three words on page 18. So I know he got there. Yeah. Very pointed. Yes. It, that, you know, that, that's different. This guy, <sighs> but this guy, okay, cool. Hey, this means this, this means this. Good job. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you could tell the ones that have been putting in like the time. You could tell the ones that have been on the charts. You could tell the ones that are like, hey, what does this mean? Hey, I, I got this here, but should I have hit it here? Cool. Yes, yeah, do this. Cool. Go. And they don't ask no yeah. questions for another six months and they're yeah. off running and they're up. Like, yes. so you could tell who's been doing the work. Like when you when we go to the gym, we could tell who's been running. We could tell who got, damn dog, you got tired after fucking a minute and 30 seconds. Yes. Like you really weren't running or you didn't really, uh, you haven't been eating right. Like, like, yeah. like what's going, like what's going on is just an off day. So you could tell the ones that have put in the work. And it's very evident from what's going on here. You've put in the work consistently. And yeah. that's something to be that's something to be very proud of. And that's something to keep like sharpening that sword and keep honing. So if you ever have a question to ask, bro, when it comes to you, I'll take my time out. It doesn't matter because I know it's gonna be a pointed question, or you're gonna know, like, hey, what like what does this mean here? Or like, what is this here? Boom. And I can give it to you, and then you're gonna go, okay, boom, and off yeah. running. And there may be a question where you ask me where it's so technical, I'm like, oh shit, he made me up my <laughs> shit about. My game about thinking about this this way or like whoa i should have thought about it this way and that's like a reciprocal relationship yes that's a reciprocal we're both thinking yes. and solving yes. it at the same yes. time bro. that's probably a biggest factor right now when it comes to say the financial literacy bro um people ignore it until it's too late i think it goes a lot of its behavioral like we we're talking money is a lot behavioral like the psychology of money a lot of it is very very much behavioral and growing up how did you view money was budget a good thing or a bad thing? Oh. Did you have it or didn't you have it? Because all that gets downloaded in your brain when you're an adult, even though you say, I'm never going to be like my parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we pretty much are in, in some aspects, especially when it comes to, because money is very psychological. Yes. And like, if you're just hoarding it and you don't know what to do with it, or you're just a spender, like, hey, I'm going to get paid next week. So fuck it, we'll go... Uh, we only got paid five thousand, but we're gonna spend sixty two hundred, and we'll yeah. we'll figure it out on the back end. Well, if you live your whole life like that, you never get out of it. And yeah. like uh, Jeff Moore, I'll tell you about like my insurance guy. He said you got to save money before you spend money, so you'll always have money. Yeah. And a lot of people spend money before they save money, and they never have money. And it's a simple concept. It's yeah. not. It's not difficult. It's not difficult. Yeah. We know we should eat right. We know we shouldn't eat that fucking cheeseburger, but yeah. we know we should work out. We know we should get up, but we hit this news button. That's the same thing with money. It's not difficult. Like, and I've been, I was poor for a long time in my life, like very much poor. And that's, I had poor psychological money habits, poor psychological money behaviors poor sight when i got some money it like burned a hole in my pocket and yeah. had to get rid of it like i had to yeah. like i'm not like you know you guys know i have a harley like like when i got my tax money i had to go put twenty thousand in my harley yeah. engine to be the fastest <laughs> for what to race around san jose like so <laughs> when i say this i it's coming from experience yeah. like so you could have the harley you could do all that but you have 12 months put away in case something happens in case you lose your job it's gonna take you about 10 to get a new job to replace what you were paying yeah. you have like 12 months Put, put away before you do that or like i'm not saying people deserve nice things because it can't be all go 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 die 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 because at one point it's gonna break oh so if you want to yeah. go buy those 400 shoes or purse or whatever you want to like pay yourself back for being good and well disciplined okay cool but before you do that make sure you have 800 so 400 go buy some stock and something yeah. and then 400 you go do it so then you don't feel bad yeah. so then it's like 
that is where the balance thing comes in. You, like, like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it is very important. You get your money behaviors down. Cause it's yeah. not very hard. It's not hard. Like set a budget and in within that budget. Okay. Hey, if you know, you want to go take this girl out, well, set a dining out, set a date, yeah. just, 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 just a date tab in, yes. in, in your budget, get a nice budgeting app. I use YNAB, uh, you know, the YNAB is very, very good. Like there's so many apps and there's so yeah. many budgeting tools and there's so many spreadsheets yes. that's to where you, if you could spend so much, if you could spend freaking five hours on Instagram every day on your vices and do this, you could spend maybe five hours a month and get your budget tight and get it right. And then just be disciplined to follow it. And then, you know, Hey, maybe I can't take her out this week, but maybe I could take her out at the end of the month. Well, guess what? I saved two or three paychecks. So now I can take her out on a nice date. Like, 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 you know what I mean? It's very simple, but you yeah. just have to get the psychological behaviors behind it. Killed it. Like, I don't know how it's so like kill the debt. Like your life depends on it because it does. Yeah. It really, really, really does. If you don't have debt, think about so much, you maybe didn't have to go work that extra overtime shift and be away from your kids because you don't have to pay this extra $500 credit card bill or this or that. And like the interest grows when you don't pay. The interest grows. Oh. Like you're on the wrong side of the compound interest. Yeah. You have invest Oof. so let it upwardly build for you because compound interest is going to get you one way or the other. Yeah. Like the bad diet is going to get you one way Oof. or the other. The not working out is going to get you one way. The money is the same thing. So if you build consistent, good behaviors, Save money before you spend money. You'll always have money. It's yes. a very simple concept. And it's people just had, and it's people that look like us, black and brown people, we haven't had the best history with money. Just yeah. not saying anything, but just reading and just, just, just doing your history. That's what it is. So yeah. it's on us, our generation to kind of reverse those behaviors with money and teach the ones after us, Hey, before we go do this, hey, if I give my daughter $100, okay, half of it's going to, to, to savings. So now you have 50 to spend. Yeah. And out of that 50 we save, maybe 30 will go in your savings, maybe 20 will go to giving. So you yeah. can be generous and give to people. And then, you know, so we have categories to set up. So she just doesn't get the $100 bill. I could go to Target and spend $95 and on tax it's 98 and then I'm done. And yeah. I, now I have two bucks left, but I got everything I wanted. Yeah. No, we're going to learn to delay that gratification a little bit, put this money away so yeah. then you can save for something. So you have a goal. And then if you want you to teach them that early, it's like anything else. If you yeah. teach them good habits early about money or about anything else, that's what it is. And I think a lot of us got to adulthood with parents that really didn't know a lot about money, grandparents that were doing the best they can to raise us. So it's not their fault. They yeah. never really, you know, learned anything else but to survive. So we can't mm. fault them. But now it's on us to change it. It's on yes. us to change our money behaviors because now yeah. we know about money. We're very educated. You go on YouTube and oh. there's millions of videos on how to yeah. budget, how to get money, millions of books on finance. They give you free spreadsheets free, and everything. Like, like. like you could download, like, so there's no more excuse to, mm. there's, there's not an excuse to just be bad with money no more. Even yeah. if you come from a poor, most millionaires are first generation millionaires. Yeah. 80%, they never had no money. We're poor, broke, and they're millionaires now. Yeah. 
because they said, okay, no more. I just don't want to do that. I'm going to have better money behaviors. Budget yeah. is a good word. It's not yeah. a bad connotation no more. Now it's good. Now I know, hey, I wanted to save for my wife's ring. Hey, I want to save for my son's birthday. Hey, I want to, there's different buckets I'm saving. And once I hit that bucket, cool. But once that money goes in savings, mm -hmm. unless it's an extreme dire emergency, I'm not going to take it out because I want to go to yeah. Tahoe or because yes. I want to go like, no, I'm going to discipline myself to leave that in there. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And that, that was like another one of my, uh, that was another one of my goals this year. Once it goes in there, and I even still discipline myself. Hey, man, don't touch that. Yeah. Hey, dog, that's that's not yours. That's not mm -hmm. for you. That's for the Vic in five years from now. So yeah. don't, like, that's for the cash in five years from now. That's for the Mila. That's for the Ari. That's for your wife in the five years from now. Yes. This is here for them. Don't touch that a simple thing vic you know the rules do not touch it like yes. and that goes back to talking to yourself and having just better money behaviors and anyone could learn like financial literacy and then like we've made it such a big misconstrued concept oh my god i can never be rich because i'm this or i'm that no yes you can yeah take a step back take a deep breath learn a little bit yeah. there's plenty of resources to learn and fix your money behaviors yes ask yourself is this really worth it like if i'm going to buy this right now is it worth it and it's hard man i know like i know because i've been there i yeah. was young impulsive wasted money oh i got this credit card it's a 500 dollars credit card i could go up to <laughs> get these new jordan and do this and, and and put 495 on it and pay 25 bucks a month for the next 17 years yeah like like like, like you know so i've been there man like yes, i've yes, been yes. there so it's just money behaviors. Like, how have you figured out like 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 the money thing? What what have you? Give me some of your tips and and what have you learned behind it? It's so funny, brother, because I always kind of correlate to money say towards a passion. People watch football. People watch basketball, right? Uh, every every player has a role, right? But I correlate to my money to an army. I yes. use it to my advantage. So, I am the commander of my money. There's archers. They have a specific role. Yep. There is cavalry. Horsemen, they have a certain role. There's people who are on foot, the charging, they have a certain role. Every dollar has a certain role. This is going to be put here. This is going to be put here. This is going to go here. This is going to go here. They all have a job to do, but it's my job to be in control. I look at money. I put away money for retirement. I put away money to invest in. I put away, away money to trade. I also put money to play as mm -hmm. well. Yep. But I only play when I'm with my family. That yep. is the only time with my yep. like. And my mom's birthday is coming up. Oh, money! She wants to go to a concert. Oh, my, I got that for you. Perfect. You want to go to dinner? I got you. Yep. You want these roses? I got you. Like, there's money for everything. There's buckets, like you said. Oh. Every dollar has a job. This is gonna go here to defeat this. This is gonna go here for this. This is gonna go here for this. This is going here for this long game, so we can do this. Yes. Like, and it's. I used to, and I'm very proud of myself with this shift in my head. Used to be when you bought something, you got the dopamine hit and it feels good. Now watching the portfolio grow and hitting oh. a certain number, now it's like Bro. fucking get to my rock stuff. Oh. I'm like, oh yes, we like we hit that mark. And oh. then it goes, cool. Now let's get to this next mark. And it's just a and then once you could switch that thing in your brain to where saving feels good and investing yes. feels good and growing your thing feels good, growing your portfolio feels good, it, it it makes you feel so much better. And I remember my aunt, I was like 10 or 11, like 12 years old. And she said, I don't, baby, and this was like, I don't know, a long time back. And she goes, 
I don't feel right if I don't have at least twenty thousand dollars in the account. And I was like, whoa, like I never even seen like three hundred dollars. Like you, like that was like a million dollars to me back at yeah. that point. And I was like, I didn't get it. I said, whoa, like what? Like now I understand completely. And that never that when she told me that that has never left me. She told me that over like 20, 25 years ago. Like I never ever ever forgot that. I remember we were just at my grandma's uh lunch on the east bay and i remember i told her i said auntie now i now i get it now i as a as a full-grown man i understand what you're talking about she just started laughing i oh, said man, like thank you for that like thank yes. you so like money is just behavioral i see a lot of money books here and it's always sharpening your sword always oh. learning always reinvesting. one of those books is going to teach me something new yes you know it's going to teach you something about real estate it'll teach you something about insurance it'll teach you something about like tax harvesting yes. or like like tax like saving on your taxes or like doing this or like you know what i mean you go talk to your mom hey mom like you're you're you know you're, you do mortgage and you realize like what do you think about this how is yeah. this and you're always like you said you're always learning people like same thing ian says when i'm around a person with more money than me i shut the fuck up and i yeah. listen and i take notes and i ask very if you ever watch him like talk to like mike novogratz or talk to kathy uh kathy woods or like any of these big people yeah. he asks very pointed questions yeah. Very point, and he'll even ask questions that he may know they may not answer, and he'll watch them kind of dance around and give you the kind of the right answer, but not the right answer they could give to the yes. public. Yeah. He'll dissect it, and he'll like, okay, she gave us that. So if I reverse engineer it to here, she thinks this price is going to get here in how many eight years? So that's how much percent. Yeah. So he's all. It's, it's always a calculation. Oh, it kind of reminds me oh. of uh, what's that movie? When they, a Hangover. You remember when he's sitting there? It's like. Doo -doo 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 that's like that, gambling. It, yeah, it, and it's always and it's always running. That's how my brain is now. It's like it's always like, yeah. how can I get here? How can I get here? How can I increase the trading portfolio? How can I increase the long term portfolio? How can I go put more money in my kids' insurance policies? How can I put more money in their five twenty nines? How can I like? And it's always and it's like that's my addiction now. Like I don't need to go put another twenty thousand dollars in my heart of the engine to raise around San Jose anymore. Like I like I don't need to do that. Like like you know. So that's so that's. That's the financial literacy part, and they be, life becomes fun oh when you're not in God. debt, you're not stressed, you're not living paycheck. To, like life becomes so much better when yes, you just bro. have a little discipline about yeah. like discipline is freedom. Everyone thinks like, oh my God, Daniel, you haven't ate out or you haven't did this. Oh my God, Vic, you're on the treadmill. Da -da. Okay, maybe you're right, but what's the alternative? Being fat, lazy, and broken, emotional—you can't be broke and emotional. You like you have to oh pick a struggle. God. You can't be broke and emotional and then complain about the yeah. shit and not do nothing about it. So get a little bit of discipline, get out of that. So then you can buy your girl the nice ring. You yeah. can take your mom to the nice dinner. You can <sighs> go take your kids to the nice vacation. And all it took, maybe I didn't go eat out seven times a month and spend fucking eight hundred dollars on eating out. Maybe I put the eight hundred dollars and saved. So now I have a couple five thousand dollars to go take my family on a nice yeah. vacation i saved up for and i didn't rack out my credit card for it very simple things and people think it's so hard and it's not it's no. behavioral yeah. like fine like especially like personal finance is behavioral it's, it's not super math it's very simple math like yeah. high school basic math you have five thousand in bills you're making seven thousand okay there's a two thousand dollar difference how are we gonna like get that two thousand to grow yeah so now we have 5,000 in bills, but now we have 10,000 coming in. Now we have a surplus and now you're just saving and yes. sa like, it's very simple. It's, it's so fun, yeah. bro. Like, and yeah. that's the thing. We all have bills, right? But I think the number one thing that we need to pay first is ourselves. Yes. Like people don't even pay attention to that. Yeah. Like they don't like, they don't pay attention. And it's just like, they're like, man, I don't have no money. Like what were your behavior? What were your habits? And it goes to this, it goes back to this too. Like people know they're doing wrong. But they don't want to look at it. They don't want to face it. They just like, oh, 
I don't like, I'd rather look away. Yeah. Like I'd rather like, I don't want to, I don't want to face it. I don't want to attack the problem. That was like me in fighting. I knew I had to attack the wrestling and grappling books. I did like, oh, I just hated it, but I knew I had to attack it. So I'm going to do it. And now I knew that was one of my weaknesses in fighting. So now my son is going to be wrestling. When he's going to start wrestling with my cousin, Jacob, three time yeah. state champ, my family, the Palominos, amazing wrestlers. And we have Daniel Cormier and Gilroy. Like, so we have the whole thing. Yeah. So he's going to get in early. So that's not a weakness. Yes. We sewed that up. And he's already going to be quick twitch and be, I'm going to teach him how to strike. Coach Cody Hector is going to teach him how to strike. So he's going to be well-rounded. Like, so there's certain things we learned. That like, okay, I need to get better here so I could pass that on to him. Yeah. And money is one of those big things. I had horrible money habits for a long time in my life. And now I'm going to fix that. So he's going to already start out on third base. We may have started outside the fucking ballpark. They're going to start on third base. Now we just have to teach them discipline. Yeah. We have to teach them good habits so they could continue it on. Yeah. Like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember I saw your story uh, a few days ago and this guy was talking about uh, not going on vacation and maybe sitting down at home and putting your head down and getting to just work. a little bit. Yeah. So I even, I mean, I think this was last year. My whole family, they all went to Cancun. I was the only one that didn't go. But bro, I know it, this is the sickness part of it. You know what yep. I mean? This is the sickness of me talking where... First of all, it's a, it's an investment to be able to pay for something like that, right? Yep. And then another thing is, I am not even free yet. What am I celebrating about? You know, like a family's birthday is different, yes. but a vacation is one an investment. It's time. It takes away from productivity on the things that we're doing currently. I, and I'm young, and I'm like, man, I'm not even close to freedom. What the fuck am I doing playing around for? Did you hear what you said? What are we celebrating? What are we out here celebrating? Oh. Like, what? Like, are we free? Oh, geez. are we rich? Do we not have to go to work? What are we celebrating? Mm. And like, that goes back to that. People won't understand us. That goes back to like, why are you even asking your questions? Of course we're supposed to go. Like, that's just what we do. We're going to go rack up 10,000 on this fucking vacation on this credit card. Like that's, and we'll, we'll pay it off in the next two years. So yeah. what? And then we're going to go do another one and then figure that out again. So now yes. we have two vacations. We've got to pay off on two different fucking credit cards. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it just, and it gets out of control and it gets out and like, it never stops. And then you're just in a bad spiral for 20 and 30 Jesus years of bad Christ. money habits when you could have just stopped it at the gate before it gets out of control. And then when it gets out of control, then you're like, whoa, I worked all my life. Now I'm <laughs> retiring. I still don't have any money and now i gotta go get another job like that's sad like it's very sad when you see when like when you have to see older people do that like that's it's 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 kind of disheartening like you know it's 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 very sad it's very disheartening and it's like those are those cautious those cautionary tales of like don't let that be you like don't let that be the next generation behind you to where they have horrible money habits horrible eating habits they like they leave the house dirty the, the house is not clean like don't like just that's not a high value person. Like that's just not a high value. Like, like, and it goes back again to what <coughs> Trap said. To what ET, what's your standard? Oh, like, what, like, 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 what is this? Like, if you're the leader, you get to raise the standard or lower the standard. It's on. Like, that's your decision as the man, as the as the man of the family. Like, what is the standard at this point? Are you elevating it or you're not? Because it's on you. Yeah. Who you're around is on you. What you're eating, it's on you. They're watching you. The money thing, it's on you, and it's not hard. There's a lot of resources out there. And like if any like simple steps, anybody that just kind of wants to get started out or or or, or doing what they what they want to do, first thing I'd say, set up a budget, get out of debt, start saving money. Set up a budget so you know where all your money's going. You know what's being deployed, what's going where. Okay, this is going to the mortgage, this is going to PG, this is going to here. 
How much am I saving per month? Yeah. How much debt am I knocking out per month? Mm. When am I, and this is a very important thing. I'm not accumulating any more debt, like yeah. kill debt at all costs because you're really, once you get debt free and you could grow, like now you have the choice to say, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Nah, you know what? I don't think I'm going to come in today, boss. I don't want to do like, like it gives you so many more options because you were disciplined with your money and like save money before you spend money and you'll always have money. Yeah. Very, like very, very simple prints. Like once you turn that on in your brain, it's not hard. It's behavioral. A lot of yeah. personal finance is behavioral. So if you could discipline yourself to get on the treadmill, discipline yourself to not drink, discipline yourself to go on a diet, to look, hey, I'm gonna have this wedding come up. I wanna look good. I wanna look good in this dress. If you could do that, you could fix your money problems. Yes. Like that's like you like you can. It doesn't have to, you don't have to be a sick, disciplined person like me and you. Yeah. You could really, it's very simple. Set up your budget, do not acquire debt, kill debt and save. Yeah. Very, very basic at the basic level. And then once you do that, then you can start investing in the stock market. Mm -hmm. You can find like, you know, VOO, Apple, Microsoft, like, like some simple stuff, you know, everybody probably know has an iPhone, right? Like, like your kid has, has a tablet, right? Yeah. Okay. That's built in customers for years, right? Every, like they have a, they have a, the, the iWatch, the AirPods, you know, it's a very good, yes. it's very simple. We're not, we're not going over your skis here. Mm -hmm. Simple. Yeah. So does your daughter have a pair of AirPods? <laughs> Wait, your son has a pair of AirPods your, and your son has a tablet. And it's a trillion dollar and, company. And, and, and it's just like very simple. Everyone you know has one. Your mom has an iPhone. Your sisters have an iPhone. Like very simple, yeah. very, like very simple. VOO, give this one VOO, the all-star team of the market, the top, the, the, the top companies, you have yeah. Microsoft, Amazon. If you don't, if you feel uncomfortable individually, go to VOO. It's, it's, it's the American stock market. They're yeah. going to make sure that the stock market's good. Yes. It's a driver of the world. They're not, if, if the stock market fails, we got bigger problems in our money. Yeah. We're going to have very oh. big, bigger problems. So invest in it. Go back and say the 25 year return on the S&P 500. It'll give you the numbers and you're like, huh, whoa, okay. Maybe I should start putting my money in here and letting it grow. Yes. After you have, you know, your 10 months of your, your you know, so in case something happens, you don't got to pull your investment money out and like you just kind of let it grow. Yeah. Very simple, very basic, not over no one's head. This yeah. is for everyone that's like, hey, man, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. Daniel's podcast might be scary because it's a super high level, high level. This is for the people that are just getting started out, yeah. like the younger people. And like, you know what I mean? Because the younger you start, the it's time in the market. Say you put a hundred dollars in the market now in 30 years, that same hundred dollars is going to be a lot more oh worth a lot God. more than, 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 you know, than a hundred dollars or 30 years of growth yeah. and time. You say, you say you start when you're 20 instead of 40 that now that's my mission. I don't want you to get to 40 and be like, damn, I'm barely on this. Now, if yeah. you start when you're 20, oh, think about how much more power economically you're going to have, how much more power, like, how much more at peace you're going to be because you're, you don't have money problems. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you could focus on so much more stuff. Yeah. So it's very simple. Just get your money behaviors in line. Mm. Just like, you know, so yeah. like, I just wanted to like for people who are just starting out, I don't want to go over their head because people don't start because they feel so intimidated by it and they don't like, Oh man, I don't even know where to start. So I'm just going to put it off. Never mind. I don't even want to do it. Yeah. And like, that sucks. Like, like, like we need to help people that look like us. And if you, even people that don't look like us, just get in the market and figure it out and just start with good money behaviors. You know, yeah. like that's what I want to learn. Cause like I was talking to uh, my insurance guy, Jeff Moore, that's what he like kind of preaches. Hey man, I know this, but I want to just 
help you guys. I'm the base. So you could start and then you guys are like, come on, young grasshopper, catch up. And then now once, you know, say me, you, my brother, Justin, uh, uh, Daniel, Consobrer, like now we come together. Now say we have two, three, four, five million worth of capital. Yeah. We go invest. And now that five million turns into 20, 100 million. Like now think about all our kids and all our community, our moms, like think about that. And now yeah. we're people we trust, our brothers, now think about the what we've built and what yeah. we've done. Like we don't we don't have money problems no more. We don't like like so now we can just focus on our kids and yeah. do more things. Like that's the whole gold behind it. Like that's where the sick discipline turns to love for my people for I'm doing this so I can show them so they can say, "Hey, that worked. Hey, I seen you put in a hundred dollars and now that shit is a fucking hundred thousand dollars and it worked. So I'm going to probably do this. They have the roadmap mm. and then, whoa, all our cool brothers. We like, we know Jeremy, we know Chris, we know Justin, we know Daniel, we know, we know the other Daniel. Those are cool guys. Like, and they put money together and went and did this. Okay, cool. Maybe we should get with them. And then yeah. it's contagious. And now we're growing and like, like, you know, like it that's like, village, yes, bro, that's the thing need. because you, <clears throat> Could get to a billion. I could get to a billion. Separate. It's gonna take us a long time. But if we do this shit together, oh, we God. could get there a lot quicker. Like, yes. like, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I'm learning watching Troy and Rashad, watching Trap, watching, like all these guys. Like, it's easier to get there. Like, the people at the top, they don't talk about all that separation shit, and they don't talk about all that discontent. Like, they're over there talking like, "Hey, this is a good business deal. Hey, that's a good business deal. Hey." Yeah, you know what? I think like I could help you on this, and like, and then they come mine, and now Dean always says this: you put in one dollar, make sure your returns eleven. One to eleven is a magic number. If you if you read Money Master the Game, yeah, you, you read like there's there's a lot of gems in there about the ratio of capital. If you put in one, you should get back eleven. Yeah, even one, you should get back five, bare minimum. <sighs> like so, there's a lot of good principles, and I don't want to get over anyone's head, but that's that's like later on. But where you start, can you budget? Can you pay yourself first? Can you get out of debt? And then once you get out of debt, can you discipline yourself to stay out of debt? That's another thing. Can you stay out of it? Like, can you? Can Are you disciplined enough to stay out of it? Yeah. Because look at every time you watch a commercial. Every commercial is selling you something. <laughs> every single one, whether it's Burger King, a car, uh, <laughs> some pills, the, the, the fucking thing, Cialis, fucking Viagra, uh, the, the, the new Apple Watch, the new Tesla. It's yeah. always, everything is selling you something. Mm -hmm. Are you enough to disconnect from the matrix and kind of see what they're doing? Because if you're in debt, you're slaved, you have to go to work, you're a worker bee forever. Like, can you discipline yeah. you enough once you get out of debt just to stay out of it? Because then yeah. once you get on the other side as a business owner and as having money, the tax code works for you. Yeah. And then now we start playing a whole different game. We're playing a whole different game. We're growing yeah. and then life becomes fun. Yes. Life becomes fun at that point, you yes, know? So it's just start with yourself, save money before you spend money. You'll always have money. And then like you said, oh shit, D, your soldiers over here, they're fucking coming. That army's ready to go yeah. be deployed to go invest and go make more. But you spent the five, ten years, how much ever it was, building that army up, training them, yeah. building them up, sharpening the sword. So when you say go, it's go time. And you got that house at fucking the three percent. It wasn't eight yeah. percent. It was at the three percent. And now instantly you're up fucking fifty percent equity in the house in four years. Like, but you had to be patient. Yes, you had to discipline yourself. 
you had to not go out and eat and spend fucking thousand dollars a month out in food and you, and you waited and you waited and you were patient yeah. and i like to say be aggressive with the work but patient with the results so it's like aggressive patience it's fucking aggressive patience i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting i'm waiting it's like it's like you know when coach yeah. puts you in there and you're like kind of uh, mm, okay you're calculating yeah. you're calculating you're you're it's calculating. Yeah. That like that's what it is. That that's what it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Well, my brother, my very, very last question. And I want to let you know as well, you're gonna come on here multiple times again. I know you were on the other podcast twice. This is where you belong. You know what I mean? Whatever you need, my brother. Whatever you need. So my very last question, my brother. Uh, there may be a young man or young men out there scratching and clawing for answers on how to improve their life. What's probably one of the biggest pieces of wisdom that you would pass on to them? Look at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself, I love you, champ. It's going to be different now. And when you do that, don't lie to yourself and say, we have to change. This has to be different. Time is going to pass, right? So you're either going to get better or you're going to get worse. If you're in that mirror in the first place, trying to get better, you already feel bad. We already know what it feels like down here. So you might as well discipline yourself. Even if it's something simple, journaling every day, 10 pages. You don't even have to go run. Just just go walk out. Just, Just go walk a mile a day. Do that for 90 days and see how much better you feel. And then it becomes easier. And then it becomes easier. Pick up good books. Read. 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 I can't stress this enough. There's great authors. You could talk to Marcus Aurelius. You could talk to Ray Dalio. You could talk to Warren Buffett. You could talk to Charlie Munger. Like, it's cool to be knowledgeable. It's cool to be well-read. You want to go get some chicks? Be well-read and be able to talk to them on their level about different subjects. And then she's going to be like, whoa, this dude is, he's smart? He works out. He looks good and he has money. Simple. But that goes into pouring into you first. Being the disciplined man. Women like high value men. And I'm not getting all the whole podcast, women stuff. Like that that's nonsense. Show it for you first. Women are the most powerful creatures on this earth. They know a good person when they see one. I was yes. raised by women. Very strong Latin and black women. I was raised by them. They know when some shit is right. And Ian goes back to this says all the time. If I'm kind of off of something, I'll ask the woman and say, hey, what do you think of that dude? Is, is, is he right? Is he not right? Is he, is he full of shit? What do you think? Damn. And nine times, 10 times out of 10, a woman's intuition is right. So if you put that work into yourself, everything else you want is going to be attracted to you. You're going to be like a magnet. And I know it sounds fluffy and I know it does, but that's how I got to where I'm at. Because I, I've had the vices, the bullshit, the hundred women, the, all, all the nonsense. It, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. It, it gets old and it's, it, and it's basically just bullshit. And you're masking yeah. the real, the, the work you're avoiding. You're, you're chasing chicks and you were drinking and you were doing yeah. dumb shit because you didn't want to face that man, the mirror and that demon. But once you do that, I promise you, you get on the other side of that. Everything you want is going to come to you. And then yeah. you get better day by day. January, you may be here. You're like, oh shit, February, March, oh shit, I feel a little better. <laughs> July, June, you're like, God damn. <laughs> you get to December, I ain't tripping off no uh, yeah. Thanksgiving, December. I'm not tripping off no turkey, I ain't tripping off this. I'm ready to go. You're like yeah. Hulk at that point. And it's 
but you stayed the course and you transformed. So any man, I would say, pouring yourself, man, read, work out, eat right, and stay consistent. Do not lie to yourself. If you could hold your word to yourself, everything in life gets better. Like, yeah. and there is no shortcut. There is, there, like, I wish I could say, here's a 90 day plan to, d there, there is no shortcut, man. There is no shortcut. Go be great. Like, yeah. believe in yourself and go be great. If no one else does, you believe in you. Create a different fucking person in that brain and believe and say, I'm going to do this today because I told myself I was going to do this and I'm not going to bitch out. I am going to do it. Yeah. So, and if you need examples, look at you. You get up and do it every day. Like, like look at strong men in your life. Look at, even if it's Jordan, Brady, like whoever you need to find to model yourself after, Goggins, Jocko, E.T. There's a lot of people you could look on YouTube and like get the motivation, yeah, but you need discipline. Like motivation is cool because there's going to be some days it's fucking cold outside. It's raining. I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> but did you promise yourself when you looked in that mirror, when we started this journey, you said you were going to work out five times and you're on four and it's fucking Sunday or Saturday and you know you got to get this last one. Once you do it, it's going to suck the first 15, 20 minutes. But once you get through it, there's a dopamine that runners hire you like, dude, I did that shit. I yeah. feel better. Now, guess what? Now I'm ready for next week to do it again. <laughs> Man, my, bro, my brother are there any closing statements for the podcast man i love you make sure you guys support make sure you guys go support you know taco money with cone sabrera like you know what i'm saying make sure make sure you guys go support our local people that are giving yeah. back to our community oh. because we need it like like this shit's not easy like like none of see that's my alarm for my son right here <laughs> that's my alarm for my son but like none of it like like none of this is easy so we need more people in our circle to come be with us yeah so I love you guys, man. I love you, D. I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm, I can't express, like, it's giving me goosebumps, right? Like, I can't express how proud I am of you. Not just to say some fluff shit, I love you. No, because you're doing the work every day. And that can't be overlooked. Like, I know I told you a story before, but there's this little Asian man that runs around, runs around my block. He has to be 70, 70 years old. And he came by one day and he showed me his medals. He did the, the the five big ones, the Tokyo, Chicago, Boston. Like he showed me, he was so happy. Yeah. And I took that from my said, man, I want to be like that when I'm his age. Like I've never even ran more than seven miles, but he did all five marathons. He's an old man. He gets his work in every damn day, no matter if he's going slow or fast. <laughs> Every day he's out there, rain or shine. I said, dude, that's someone to be proud of, man. Yeah. So just find someone and promise, keep your word to yourself. That's, if there's one thing you said you're going to do something, keep your word to yourself. Because yeah. if, you, if you can't keep your word to yourself, you can't keep your word to fucking nobody. Yes, agreed. Yep. My brother, it is a privilege to be sitting next to you as always, my man. You have taught me so much along the way. Like I said, I've known you for over a decade. You gave me that combat experience. You made me better as an athlete, but man. But like I said, you were the first person to change the trajectory in my mindset when it comes to the wealth game and the entrepreneurship, man. And then everything that you told me, man, I am just sinking in with it and I'm jumping full in, brother. I am not every lesson, every principle that you passed down to me, man, you are you and Jeremy. I always talk about you guys so much. You guys are a perfect embodiment of what kind of man and what kind of father that I want to be. And I'm blessed to be able to know you guys because I have that example right in front of my face. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's an honor and it's a privilege, brother, to know you and to call you family. I love you, my brother, and I cannot wait to do this Can again, my man. Can I give you one man. secret before we finish? <laughs> this is just the beginning. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. If you got a lot of value out of this, please do me a favor. 
and support our channel by liking, commenting, and subscribing. Make sure to hit that follow button on Spotify to stay updated with our latest episodes. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating, followed by with a review. Again, thank you all for the support. I'll see you next time. Stay loving, stay hungry, stay excellent. <laughs>